little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness Coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. KKSE Parker Denver Home of the Nuggets Home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Live from the Altitude 950 Studios The Vic Lombardi Show Starts now Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw, make some noise. Everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Big Lombardi. Yeah. You know what I gotta say? To all those people that doubted us, to all those people that got us out, and to everybody who said that we couldn't get it done, what my man Jay and just said, <laughs> That is Jason Kelsey, center for your Philadelphia Eagles, with the single greatest post-parade speech in the history of parade speeches. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. I am here in Houston, Texas, where the Nuggets are getting set to play the uh, Rockets tonight. The boys are back in studio, H.W. and James Manchester, Maryland. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Uh, doing well, Vic. Good morning. Um, do, do you agree now? When, when you go back and replay the Broncos parade from a couple years ago, was there any speech that was at all memorable? I'm trying to think back. No, and, and it was the thing at the time I was disappointed with. They didn't let really anybody speak. I mean, who all talked? Did Peyton talk, I, I suppose? Maybe Vaughn? But, like... I wanted a keep to get up there, like the 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 whole ceremony. For, it was boring. It was. Let's be honest. It was, it was flat really out boring. Boring. It was up on Civic Center, you know, where they always do the the championship things. We've had what two for the Avs, three for the Broncos, and it was just boring. It was like it was Dave and Susie, and then I don't even remember who talked. There was nothing to it. It was like for twelve minutes. I don't know what a million people came down there to see. Yesterday is what it should be. Let them all come out. They're a little liquored up. They say some inappropriate things. Crowd goes nuts. Talk for an hour. We don't care. It it just, yeah, the Broncos parade was underwhelming. Well, and I do remember I went with a couple buddies. I will not name names, but they brought like a 12-pack of beer, and they started getting these looks like, look look at these guys with their beer. Like, do you think anyone in Philly yesterday was getting Uh, dirty looks for carrying around a 12-pack? No. 
No, it ties yeah. into my whole notion, and I've said it a lot we're, on this we're show. Too nice. We're too nice. We're too nice. Yeah. We're too soft. Now, listen, I'm not asking for complete mayhem and Me vandalizing. And I mean, you should see the post pictures of the uh, downtown Philly area where the uh, parade took place. But then again, that's the price you pay. Hey, listen, you win a Super Bowl, and the city's on board, and everybody's into it. That is one of the prices you pay. You pay for that cleanup. Yeah, and we were talking yesterday about, you know, how many, that nobody got arrested at the, at the Denver parade and what was the over under for yesterday. And I haven't seen the total yet. I don't know if you guys have, but. Oh, we got to find that, guys. I'm on it. Yeah. But the fact that nobody got arrested in Denver at the, at the championship parade. So nice. Is that a good thing? Like, I don't want it to be mayhem either. I don't. But like, if it's zero. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel kind of like we're like Fargo or something. Listen, I'm not looking for arrest warrants today, but I was looking for a little more. You just won the Super Bowl. You just won Super Bowl 50. I could have used Peyton Manning going up there and taking his shirt off for crying out loud. You know, right. whatever, anything. Yeah. Some sort of celebration. Key, at least a keep. In retrospect, right? I mean, come on. How do you not allow a keep to speak? The only thing I'm finding so far is that uh, yesterday we've got someone who was stabbed about a half block off the parade route. Who hasn't been stabbed? Big deal. I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not advocating that. I, did you see the guy who ran across the top of like 20 porta potties that were next to each other? And That's, went, funny. I, That's I, funny. I wanted to see that. Yeah. And the fact that HW and his buddies got a cross look for bringing a 12 pack of beer. I mean. Ooh, God forbid a 12 pack of beer. Look at these legal adults consuming alcohol. Is, is just preposterous. Did you see the fight that broke out at an intersection among Eagles fans? I mean, flat out haymakers. Uh, I did. I also oh saw. Oh my God. Did you see the, the, the writer and the random person who recreated the, uh, the famous kissing in Times Square photo at the end of World War II? I did not see that. Yeah. No. A little romance brewing in. The city of brotherly love. So, okay. you know, it wasn't all bad. Philly knows how to throw a parade. My thoughts toward parades, to begin with, I hate them. I think they're boring and unnecessary. But if you're going to parade and have Jason Kelsey finish it with a speech like that, if you have not heard that man speak, you have to go back and listen to the entire speech. He kills everybody. Anybody and everybody who doubted the Eagles, he kills them. And it was perfect. First of all, he was dressed in some sort of genie outfit. Not sure what that was about. He looked like a lad. He was uh, embracing the moment. The Broncos just sort of rode on the back of yeah. uh, fire trucks and calmly came out yeah. and waved and then went home. You know, you know what? You know what the Broncos parade reminded? It's it's like a beauty pageant. The Broncos parade was a beauty pageant. Philly's parade was a party. Yeah, and you know, I, mean, I want somewhere in between. We uh, we always see in the you know the the Patriots have a parade. It seems like well, Boston has a parade yeah, twice a year. Throwing beer, everybody right. throwing beer, going nuts, and they're riding in the duck boats. Like, yeah, what let's was go. what was memorable from the Come Broncos on, parade? Nothing. Let's go. All right, let's you. go. So you guys would know better than I would. Oh, one abs. Was that a little rowdier? No, I wasn't. I I don't recall anything crazy. I what's funny about it. There's nothing from that parade, any of our parades, that makes me go, huh? The craziest thing I've been a part of as fans was the CUCSU game in Mile High when they brought out the, the spray. Yeah, yeah. The gas. The mace. <laughs> yeah. They started gassing people. Even the first Broncos parade <laughs> wasn't crazy. The only memorable thing for me, and I won't name names, but I was standing right next to the scaffolding where the news anchors that were doing the, the, the parade coverage were hosting – 
And a certain someone would come down during every commercial break, and she'd just rip a heater and then, you know, curse like a sailor and then go back up the scaffolding. <laughs> oh, you can give us the name. I have a guess. Was it Adele? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, big deal. Uh, uh, seen, when I first got to Channel 4, man, the late, great Bob Palmer. Do you remember Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Homeboy would smoke. During the show, commercial <laughs> breaks. That's, you know, back in the day, you could smoke indoors. Yeah. Not when I got there. He's just, he can do what he pleases. I want to smoke, I'll smoke. Yeah, he was grandfathered in. Those rules didn't Hell apply yeah. to Bob Palmer. That's Don't great. mess with Bob. <laughs> Who's going to go up to Bob and say, put down that, that stogie or and put I, down that cigarette? Yeah, right. Good luck. And I'm sure over the years, the story has changed in my head, you know, from what reality was. But it was just, come down the scaffolding, drop three F-bombs, rip a heater, <laughs> go back up. That's that's now what it is in my mind. Uh, we are so nice. Again, <laughs> I am in Houston, the Nuggets and Rockets tonight. A slight wrinkle to the... Nuggets roster, a new guy on board. We kick things off with big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. We expected a trade. We got a trade. Now, it wasn't a major trade, but it was something. Emmanuel Moutier shipped out. He's going to play for the New York Knickerbockers. It's a three-team deal. Knicks send Doug McDermott to Dallas. And the Dallas Mavericks send Devin Harris, veteran backup point guard slash shooting guard, here to Denver. Uh, of course, Moutier played two seasons for the Nuggets. And three seasons, actually. Two and a half. He was the number seven overall draft pick. Expected a lot more, never materialized when Jamal Murray showed up. So Emmanuel Moutier, now a former Nugget. Throws it into Moutier. Moutier crossed the half-court line. Lost the basketball, picked it back up, shoots it. Got it into Horde! The rookie buries the Sixers from 26 feet, and Denver wins the basketball game. That perhaps was his uh, crowning moment as a member of the Nuggets, a half-court shot. In the middle of a snowstorm, if you recall, when they beat the Sixers at Pepsi Center. I'll have plenty more to say about the trade, what it means to the Nuggets moving forward, whatever else they have planned for the rest of the season. Uh, first thoughts, it's a win-win for the Nuggets and Moutier. Emmanuel Moutier needed a new look, a fresh start. He's going to get that in New York. I shall uh, continue that thought in the next segment. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Might as well just rename the team. The LeBron Cavaliers go crazy at the deadline. I just want to be where I want to. I, I, I like it here. I mean, it, it's, it hasn't been as, as planned, but I, I, I definitely want to be here. We have a, a real chance to win the NBA championship, and I want to be part of it. Famous last words from IT, Isaiah Thomas. He said that the night before the trade deadline, and he gets shipped off to the Lakers. Uh, the Cavs weren't done yet. They, they made a bevy of moves yesterday, completely uh, restocked their lineup. It's a, it's a, like a new team. It's, it's almost as if why are the first three months of the NBA even necessary? Cleveland is starting over after the trade deadline. More on that in a moment. The Avs in St. Louis last night uh, wasn't pretty. Was not pretty at all. 6-1 the final. Got to the point where uh, Jared Bednar had a yank starting goaltender, Jonathan Bernier. 
Well, I didn't have a problem with Burns' game at that point. I mean, he let the second one in, and he, he liked to have that one back, I'm sure. It wasn't a great goal, and then, you know, they find a little life from that. At three, I thought, well, if I can slow this down a little bit and give Varley the net, and maybe our guys uh, respond, and it just didn't work out that way. Unfortunately, they did not respond. Uh, they can't seem to win in St. Louis. That's a tough place for the Avs. They lose big. Meanwhile, up in the fort, Fort Collins, Larry Eustachy reportedly on the way out. He's been on, on administrative leave. I said this the other day. That pretty much means he's done. And according to the Denver Post and several other publications, he will soon be fired by the CSU Rams. Lastly, Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo, now the highest paid football player in the history of the NFL. Takes the snap, standing in, looking, looking, going to pull the ball down, going to get out to his right. Garoppolo Rollins extends the play, fires to the end zone. Touchdown, 49ers! Garrett Selleck, Jimmy Garoppolo, extended the play. Bought the time he needed to find a man in the right of the end zone. What was it, $31 million average per year for Jimmy G? If mm, he's getting yeah. $31 mil, what is Kirk Cousins going to warrant? What is Aaron Rodgers deal when it comes up? What's he going to get? Uh, I don't know, NFL but the Broncos shouldn't Ooh. pay anyone. It's 27 and a half average. Is uh, it? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's too much money. Well, hey, if it's you know going it, let me tell you something. Here's, here's my view on that. If you're convinced he's your guy, if you think you've seen enough to say he's our guy, there's not enough money. There's not enough money to pay that position. It's the most vital, most important position on the team. We've seen that. Uh, yes and no. I'll save it for my hot take. Good. San Francisco has one thing, money. They got a lot of money to spend, and they just spent it. Jimmy G got paid. When we come back, more on uh, NBA trade day, what it means to the Nuggets moving forward. Remember, they got a big boost coming up soon. Big boost. It's going to feel like another trade. They're not done yet. What does this all mean for Tory Craig? I will visit with Chris Dempsey, who's with me here in Houston, along with the Nuggets. He will come in studio, otherwise known as my hotel room, at 8 a.m. Arturis Karnaschovas at 8.30, the GM of the Denver Nuggets. His thoughts on what went down yesterday. Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU football team at 9.15. And don't forget, Tim Connolly is going to join Hastings and Brownman at noon today. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, back with hot takes. What do you got there, Manchester? You got something you want to say before we go? No, no, we're all good. We're back right after this timeout. No, we're not. We don't care. We're the Eagles. The Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris looking back on the Avalanche's trip to St. Louis against the Blues, plus getting you ready for the Nuggets in Houston as the Devin Harris era has officially begun here in Colorado. Make sure you tune in. Nate Crackman, no Ryan Harris. Where is he? I don't know, but we'll find him on Crackman and Harris, Altitude 950. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year in a decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. 
You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the division. Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans, as general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish, on time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face. Happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Do you have a Anchoring for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rael de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rael de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rael de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RaelDeMinasRestaurant.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay westbound I-70 with an accident approaching Havana. Traffic is brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Seeing slow traffic eastbound I-270 between I-25 and York. If you're headed out to DIA this morning, they are in a ground delay. It's foggy conditions causing delays. You want to check with your airline this morning. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. 
Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We go up and down, and I think that that's where he excels. Also, too, I think our pick and roll play will be outstanding for him, especially with Brooke Lopez, because he can step back and shoot. It's almost like him and Horford were when they were in Boston. Look at Magic being all GM-like, doing his thing. As the Lakers dispose of a couple, gain a couple, they're clearing cap space. I'll get into that coming up here in our piping hot takes. Uh, fellas, a couple uh, reads from the text line. People uh, taking part in our conversation regarding the Philly parade versus the Broncos Super Bowl 50 parade. And let me let me make note. I am not advocating on the street violence here. I'm talking specifically about the speeches given at the end of said parade. Those could have been a little more animated, flamboyant, real, okay? You remember what Jason Kelsey said. You remember what Gronk said. You rem- I don't remember a damn thing any of the Broncos said. Do you? No. And Anything? I'm, and I'm with you. I'm not looking for mayhem. I'm not looking for property damage. I, I and I said it at the time. The lack of speeches was lame. Like, and I remember specifically saying, "Why didn't Akeeb get to talk? He would have been entertaining." Yeah. That was an opportunity for someone to go up and make fun of the uh, Cam Newton dab, right? Have everybody right. dab or something? Nothing. Not a no thing. No trash talk. Nothing. Uh, from uh, nine six four five, the first Broncos parade was way more rowdy than the Super Bowl fifty parade. They were burning couches at the first one, and I woke up naked in my garage after the first one. That's from Nick. Nick just must have been hanging out somewhere different than me. You were hanging out with Adele ripping the heaters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this now I'm now we're just you know going too far with it. So HW, were you old enough to attend the first parade? No, I didn't get pulled out of school. How old were you at that first parade? I don't know, like eight. Every every kid and their brother got pulled out of school, and I just had to sit there all day. Didn't get to well, go. Well, your dad's a school teacher. That probably yeah, not going to help. Well, I'm sure college. whatever I learned that day was just so critical to my future education. I'll never forget my kids asking me the day of Super Bowl 50 parade, hey, you know, a couple of the kids at school are going to skip. Do you mind if we do? And I go, do I mind? I'm enforcing it. Of course you're, you're skipping school. Any teacher that balks at that doesn't understand what's going on here. That's See, those are educators that have their head in the sand. That's a Nash, That's a state holiday. The day of the Broncos parade or any major function like that, save all those stupid snow days and use them on days like that. Yeah, we were just during the commercial break going through my time hop, and two years ago was the parade here, and it was all the pictures of my kids, and it was like, yep, we uh, we let them play hooky that day. They didn't go to school. And you know what? Whatever they missed at school that day, they're fine. They got memories of being at the parade. Yeah, that's the point. The point is about the memories. You could teach them a little bit about stuff. If they hear Jason Kelsey in Philadelphia yesterday go off wearing an Aladdin costume, and occasionally the the father or mother has to go earmuffs on the kid, that's fine. That's a learning experience. Real life. Real life learning. Let's go. It's time for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. All right, so the uh, Nuggets were active, not incredibly active, but they did something at the deadline yesterday. They dealt Emmanuel Moutier, got themselves their veteran backup point guard. That was uh, one of the goals going into trade deadline. They achieved it. Devin Harris coming to Denver. Not sure when Devin's going to show. We'll find out a little more 
uh, during shoot-around this morning. I, I doubt he'll be available for tonight's game, perhaps tomorrow night in Phoenix. But the talk of the NBA, the deals of the day, all took place in Cleveland. Uh, the Cavaliers, <laughs> what they did yesterday, I, I've never seen anything like it. The amount of trades in such little time. Remember, this was a Cavs team that was falling apart. Their record since Christmas Day was 7-13. and 13. Think about that. That's LeBron's team since Christmas, 7-13. and 13. So you knew they were going to do something. But to completely refashion and reassemble the roster was amazing. I've never seen anything that large go down in such little time. Jordan Clarkson joins the team. Larry Nance Jr., son of Larry Nance who played in Cleveland, joins the team. Rodney Hood from Utah. George Hill from Sacramento. They send out uh, Dwayne Wade back to Miami. They send a bunch of guys all over the league. It's crazy. They got younger and they got better. But my hot take is simple. The guy pulling the punches, we all know, the guy pulling the strings is LeBron James. Thought about this last night. LeBron James is the most powerful player, certainly, in the NBA. He's the most powerful man, player, in the history of sports. Peyton Manning was pretty powerful. He's not even close. No chance. I mean, hey, Peyton got asked to take a pay cut. $10 million. You think LeBron's going to take a pay cut? MJ? He got banished to minor league baseball for a couple seasons. Babe Ruth got traded. Wayne Gretzky? Maybe. Maybe. LeBron James plays every position, does everything, knows everything, completely refurbished an NBA roster, and he did it in about 30 minutes. He opened the door for him to stay in Cleveland for the next few years or or to move to his summer home in L.A. because the Lakers suddenly cleared $70 million in cap space, which now allowed them to be in the mix for LeBron James and Paul George. It's amazing what LeBron James, the player, accomplished as LeBron James, the GM, yesterday. He rules the league. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Avs lose 6-1 in St. Louis, and sometimes it's just not your night, right? Jonathan Bernier gives up three, doesn't really work. Semyon Varlamov gives up three, that change didn't really work. No big deal. You'd rather lose 6-1 than 3-2 on a last-second goal. The result is the same. You get zero points. I'll say it's no big deal as long as Saturday and Sunday go the way they need to go. At Carolina, they've got 57 lousy points. At Buffalo, they've got 40 points. Tickets for that game are going for $5. You'd probably have to pay Bills Mafia 5 bucks to come and watch their crappy Sabres play the Avs. No big deal you lost last night as long as you can take advantage against two pretty bad hockey teams on Saturday and Sunday against Carolina and Buffalo. Have to get two points. Frankly, I'd like three, and let's get greedy and ask for four. No more Nathan McKinnon uh, these next two games most likely. Hopefully he's back February 14th against the Canadians, but in the meantime, someone's got to step up as, because last night was ugly. We can excuse it as long as you take care of business this weekend. Hockey will, everybody. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. So Jimmy G is the uh, highest paid player in NFL history, a uh, a position he will hold for about five weeks. Yep. Because as soon as free agency begins and Kirk Cousins hits the open market, he will exceed the $27.5 million average. 
He'll probably be closer to 30. He'll probably exceed the $137.5 million total. Although, given age, Kirk Cousins' deal might be four years. But why? Why would he take four years instead of five if that's what Jimmy G got? I think this is a wet blanket or reality check or whatever you want to call it for Broncos fans. Because it just seems as though in this town everybody just assumes John Elway is just going to wake up and go, yep, I want Kirk Cousins and he's going to make it happen. As Here though, comes the Sloan's Lake reference. As I though smell it. he's the only suitor. He can just get up, walk across Sloan's Lake and make it happen. There it is. Here's the other problem with it. Math. Math. You already have Von Miller making with a $22.5 million cap number for next year. One of the highest in the league for a defensive player. Now you're going to have the highest cap number, the highest paid player in the league, the highest paid offensive player in the league. You can't do both of them. Let's just say it's 30 million bucks. That's 52 and a half in terms of cap number tied up in two guys. 28% of your total salary cap tied up in two guys. It doesn't work. And here's the other problem. The number of guys you'll have to get rid of in order to free up the cap space to make this happen puts a bad team, especially offensively, around Kirk Cousins. And he's not a good enough player. We've seen it in Washington year after year after year to lift the entire team, right? I mean, it, oh, you're going to get rid of Emmanuel. You're going to trade DT. You're going to shed these contracts. And who are you going to surround Kirk Cousins with? Because every time I say, well, what has what he led the Redskins to? What's the answer? Well, he doesn't have anything around him. Well, if he gets $30 bucks here, he's not going to have anything around him. So you're going to be in the exact same situation. Here's the problem when it comes to bringing Kirk Cousins here, and it's a problem even Teflon John can't solve. The math doesn't work. Time to find a new path, Broncos fans, and you know what that is? A quarterback with a rookie contract, just like they have in Philadelphia, that's what makes it affordable. Well, you just said it there. You're assuming that Elway and company are bent on bringing Cousins here. I wouldn't touch Cousins at $30 million plus. Well, that's, that's a new tune for everybody in town. As soon as the, the Alex Smith trade happened, what was everybody on Twitter saying? Every media member. Well, of course, Cousins is coming here. Yeah, of course. Yes, that's, that's, who cares what they say? Well, it's because nobody actually applies reality. They just think he, he wakes up and just makes miracles happen. He's the living, breathing John Keyworth song. Make those miracles happen. He doesn't have to function with, oh, there's other people who want him. Oh, maybe Kirk Cousins doesn't like altitude. Oh, maybe Kirk Cousins doesn't like the cold. The Broncos don't have to operate within the salary cap. Like, have a reality check, Denver. Kirk Cousins ain't coming here. I've been on the Baker train the whole time. Vic's been on the draft to QB train. You've been on it. We just disagreed I, I, on the QBs. Oh, I'm not sure exactly what you've been listening this to. Whole We've show. been talking about this for, for days, well, for weeks. Now you guys know how I feel every single day. When nobody can understand what I'm saying. Uh, I, I don't not. think you guys have been on this train at all. I couldn't understand you Monday. I still don't understand you. <laughs> I don't understand you Is Monday it snowing either. there in Denver? Because yes. uh, it's not snowing in Houston. What's the weather? Uh, foggy and kind of drizzly and sleety. It looks really, awful out. Not really Let's snowing. be honest. It looks like we're overlooking, I don't know, Eastern Europe. Dude, every it's time gloomy I come and Houston. crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. <laughs> Bingo. I, I always forget how massive this city is. The fourth largest city in the United States of America. It is massive. There are tons and tons of people. And I feel like saying, who are you people? What are you doing? Well, the Nuggets are doing something tonight. They're playing the Rockets. The, uh, the Rockets are a bit hurt. They've got a couple players missing from this game. We'll see how the new-look Nuggets go. They won't have Devin Harris tonight. I'm told he's going back to Denver for physical. 
could have him tomorrow against the Phoenix Suns. We'll talk to Chris Dempsey coming up at 8 a.m. Arturus Karnaschovas, Nuggets GM at 8.30. When we come back, we'll recap those hot takes. We'll discuss, get your thoughts on what the Nuggets did. Do you like what they did? Did they need to do more? And what happens to Tory Craig? That's next. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. You've probably seen those car shows on TV where they restore Ferraris, Porsches, and Mercedes. Did you know that Denver is home to a shop just like that? For 27 years, we've been restoring, repairing, and selling only the finest classic cars. This is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. And if you've ever thought about restoring a car or investing in a classic car, 
Check us out at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Foggy conditions around the metro this morning. May want to check with your airline if you are flying out. We're hearing about some delays. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Southbound I-225 seeing delay between Parker Road and Yosemite because of an accident. And an earlier crash, westbound I-70, still causing slowing between Tower to just before Havana. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. LeBron James plays every position, does everything, knows everything, completely refurbished an NBA roster, and he did it in about 30 minutes. He opened the door for him to stay in Cleveland for the next few years or or to move to his summer home, in L.A. because the Lakers suddenly cleared $70 million in cap space, which now allowed them to be in the mix for LeBron James and Paul George. It's amazing what LeBron James, the player, accomplished as LeBron James, the GM, yesterday. He rules the league. Oh, that was my hot take. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. LeBron James, the most, um, well, listen, and it's not even a question. The most powerful player in the history of sports. Are you guys going to go off on that a little bit? Anybody challenge that notion? Is there any player in the history of any sport as powerful as LeBron James? Well, I don't know if you've read the uh, Wickersham article. Uh, I I, I think HW may have mentioned it a time or two. Tom Brady might be on the list if that Wickersham article is true. There's no way Tom Brady can completely reroute a roster the way LeBron James did yesterday. The NFL trade deadline is non-existent. Under under John Fox, was Peyton Manning that powerful? No no way. Why not? Because because he couldn't... let me ask you, did Peyton Manning have any say on who plays defense for the Broncos? LeBron James has a say in everything. He brought in, yeah, he brought in to Aqib Tlaib and TJ Ward and Marcus Ware, which propelled them to Super Bowl 50. Was he running the, did he handle the purse strings the way LeBron is essentially? Mm, no. That, that part I think you're, I think you're on to. I, I, you, you put forth a good question because I'm having a hard time coming up with an answer. Because there, there is no answer. There is no one more powerful than LeBron. Uh, uh, it, currently or all time? All time. The NBA is tailor-made for that, though. See, it's a player's league now. The players run the show. And that player specifically can alter the course of the franchise. If if LeBron James came to Denver, just think about this for a second. If next summer, this upcoming summer, LeBron decided he's going to take his ball and come to Denver, think about the changes here. Think about how we would view sports in Denver. Oh, my God. It would it would transform what, what's going on. Um no, no, no. See, you now you it, got me thinking about this, Vic. Do you think you think there'd be a sellout or two at Pepsi Center with LeBron James here? They would sell out 41 games. Every game. Let me ask you this now. Do you think LeBron James, as a member of the Denver Nuggets, do you think the Nuggets then would challenge the Broncos for supremacy in this town? Yes. Think yeah. about that power. Think about the power one player possesses. 
Well, especially if you put LeBron James, and now we're getting ridiculous, but with this young core, I mean, you have an instant title contender. I don't care if you put LeBron James with four HWs. I, I don't. Well, care that'd be an them. instant title contender. I mean, that's kind of well. what they're trying to win it with in Cleveland yeah. this year. I, 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 I do think though we always get caught up in the in the now, Vic. I, I do think if you went back to when Kobe was the best player in the league. He probably wielded that kind of power. Nowhere close. Oh, yes, the difference he did. was the difference was Kobe wasn't recruiting top notch talent like LeBron is. Tell me the last top notch talented player that Kobe said, Hey, come play with me, we'll go after a ship. Well who's the last guy who joined LeBron to come play with him? Dwayne uh, Wade tried and it didn't work. Well yeah, Dwayne Wade because they ride the water weenie in Greece or whatever when they're on vacation. I mean, we, we call that Dwayne, the banana boat, but okay. Dwayne Wade can't play anymore. Dwayne Wade he H.W. has a better chance of dunking on a break than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, probably. Dwayne Wade, let me tell you. Let me tell you how powerful I mean, LeBron James. LeBron is so powerful that he allowed a soft landing for his buddy Dwayne Wade to go back to Miami. Has That's Le how much power he has. Has LeBron James recruited anybody as good as Karl Malone and Gary Payton were at the end of their careers? Those guys were washed up. Well, dude. they were better players about? at that point. They were better players at that point than Dwayne Wade is now. Sure, but I mean, LeBron assembles and does as he pleases. Eh. This summer, this summer, when LeBron's a free agent, okay, who do you think's going to be more sought after, LeBron this summer or Peyton when he was a free agent? Ah, uh, boy, I, that, ah, I think it's about the same. I think it's about the same. But if LeBron's so powerful, why did a top five player in the league? Get to walk out of town during the offseason. Kyrie Irving's a great player. Because he, because he wanted his own power. That's why. Now it's becoming crystal well, clear. Well, if he's to so me. damn powerful, why is Kyrie Irving playing in Boston? Kyrie disrespected the king is what Vic's getting at. Exactly. And the king oh gets his way. So no matter what way. happens, it's, it's, it, it's good for LeBron. It's well, LeBron king, wielding the, the his power. The king will now beat Kyrie in the playoffs. That's how this works. Hey, mm -hmm. hey, hey, James, James, don't get confused here. These aren't the Cleveland Cavaliers. These are the Cleveland LeBrons. He runs the show. Don't think that Cleveland's going to do something that's going to go against his best interest. It's his show, Bo. I, I, I understand that. How much that. more clear can I make this? I understand that. But I, what my point is, if we turn back the clock 10 years or whatever the, the number is, find me the move the Lakers made that Kobe didn't give the stamp of approval. It didn't happen. It didn't happen, right? It was Kobe and Shaq. There was a disagreement. Which one stayed in town? It was freaking Shaq, arguably the the most dominant big man of all time. He left. Kobe didn't leave. I'm just saying he's not the only guy to ever have okay. this kind of power. I get I I agree with you. He wields total power. He runs the show in Cleveland. My only point is he's not the only guy in the history of sports that's okay. ever had this kind of power. Has anyone in the history of sports ever completely refurbished his own roster in thirty minutes after the trade day? <laughs> Probably in not. In thirty minutes. Probably not. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Uh, no, no. It's, it's like a new team. It's like, why even play the first three months of the season? So they play the first three months. They try this Isaiah Thomas thing. It doesn't work. You know, nobody's really doing anything. They suck. They're losing. And then at the trade deadline, they say, eh, let's start over. We got two months till the playoffs. Let's, you know, let's get everybody in new in here. Let's start over. But I give him it's credit. It's not working. You, you talked about it. They're, they got a 350 winning percentage since what, since Christmas or whatever the, the date was? I mean, it wasn't working. 20 games is enough sample. He blew it up. Going to give one more shot this season. Wait, so it sounds like Vic Manchester wants to go double or nothing on those bacon-wrapped fillets. We'll take the Cavs. He gets the field in the East. No, I'm yesterday I told Cavs. you Cleveland's going to Hold on a second. You're speaking. I'm not taking the Cavs. I'll no take way. the Cavs. All right, so. then we'll go double or nothing. Manchester and I versus no. you, Vic. Hey. That was never the bet.
Anyway, don't fall for the hype. Just because they, they change their roster doesn't make them a better team. I still think the Celtics will beat the Cavs. If you want oh, me to go no buy way. the Cavs will win the East. If you want really? me to buy you okay. a filet, just ask me because we keep having these bets. You lose, and then I buy dinner. So hint, hint. I know. That's his way of saying, can can you feed me, please? I'm hungry. <laughs> Gosh, lay off me. I'm starving. Let me read this. 4426 Tom on the text line. Our text number, by the way, is 30933. Vic, you're forgetting Jackie Moon, player, coach, mm. owner. Good yeah. point. Yeah, that's good. Um, Manchester doesn't want to draft a QB. He wants to give Paxton a six-year, $60 million extension. No, Ooh, but if, you, if, if you're looking at it from a – and I, you're going to hate this. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't go down this road. But I wrote it in July 2016. <laughs> Bronco fans needed to be rooting for Paxton Lynch to win the job over Mark Sanchez and over Trevor Simeon. And part of the reason why was it would give you a very cap-friendly contract as your starting quarterback for the next four years. So that hasn't been the case the last two, but in year three and in year four, if Paxton can win the job, there's from a cap standpoint, they're sitting pretty in terms of what they have tied up in the quarterback. That is the best-case scenario for Broncos fans because his cap number next year is going to be a heck of a lot lower than Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen or whoever they take at number five. A heck of a lot lower. That is the, If you're just looking at it from a, from a money standpoint, that would put the Broncos in a great position. And, and that's I don't even what this is. What is I don't want accountants running my sports teams. I don't want number crunchers. All right, his, I, I don't want I don't want guys who sit there with their math. Okay, hey, look me, at my math. Let me ask you this: Are you better off spending thirty million dollars cap number for Kirk Cousins, or two and a half for Paxton Lynch and twenty seven and a half on other players? What, 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 what puts you in a better position? I'd rather have a quarterback that can play. We don't know he can play. Find me the person who said Nick Foles, Case Keenum, and Jared Goff can play one year ago today. Find me that person. Find me that column from the the L.A. Times from Bill Plaschke where he just ripped Jeff Fisher saying all three of these guys can play. Nobody said it. James. Nobody. How many times do I have to tell you that Nick Foles already built a resume? Look at his second-year stats in Philly. Everybody said it was a fluke. We knew he he could play. He was playing an arcade game. Okay. He played. Jared Goff and Case Keenum. Find it. Uh, On the text line. 3629. Absurd contract for Jimmy G. That would be an absurd contract for Cousins. Stay away. Stay entirely away. Denver is coming on board to something I've been saying for months. Welcome aboard, Mile High City. Welcome aboard. Forty says, does Will give hot takes? All I hear is game recaps and standing updates. (laughs) Am I missing something? Yesterday's was, come on, guys, let's try hard. What was today's? Well, my creativity got squashed on this show at 718 yesterday. I still haven't recovered. What happened, what happened at 718? I hit breaking news over breaking news and got <laughs> roasted for it. Oh, now, had we been doing the show around 1036 yesterday when the Cavs went berserk, you could have hit that breaking news button. All day long. What you did yesterday was irresponsible. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris at Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. He's a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. The push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this 
is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. So we're talking about texting and driving, but what about hands-free, Chad? Well, there are dozens of studies that have come out. You are just as numb and just as unable to promptly respond to the dangers on the road when you're hands-free as when you've got the device in your hand. It, it absolutely has zero effect. It's turning your brain off to all of the dangers of driving when you're texting or when you're communicating on the phone. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemet online at andersonhemet.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price. Followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A wreck clearing southbound 225 at Yosemite is really jam-backed traffic now to Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Westbound I-70 running slow from an earlier crash. Watch for stop-and-go traffic between Tower Road to just before Havana. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Rebound off the floor taken by Harris. Harris on the drive against Warren. Euro stepping him to the rim and will score it with a foul on Warren and an and one for Devin Harris. Uh, do me a favor, H.W., look up the career numbers on Devin Harris, especially this year with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. 34-year-old backup point guard slash shooting guard Devin Harris coming to Denver. Nuggets ship out Emmanuel Moutier. He's headed to New York. Three-team deal. A couple second-rounders involved in that as well. Uh, the Nuggets were thought of to do a lot more yesterday. They had plans to do more, but they end up just dealing one guy and getting one guy in return. A lot of questions remain. We will visit with GM Arturis Karnaschovas at 8.30, who will join us live on the show. He's on his way to Dallas or Houston, by the way. Chris Dempsey, uh, i got to get quick here during the next break, because Dempsey's supposed to approach my hotel room uh, any minute now. So if you hear a knock, that is not housekeeping. That is Chris Dempsey. Okay. According to uh, Gina Meidel's, uh article in the Denver Post today, uh, Devin Harris is averaging 8.5 points, 1.9 assists, 1.9 rebounds. Those are the same numbers I found on the Internet, too. So thanks for that. I had it earlier this morning when I read the paper. I had it before. Here's the numbers. Here are the numbers you're not reading. And here's the reason why that trade happened. That trade happened mostly because of the defensive end. Yeah. Um, That's that's the difference. Emmanuel Moutier, if you really care to go into the analytics, when he was on the floor, he was rated as the worst defensive guard in the NBA. Correct. Because if you go a couple graphs down in the article, they – Provide Moutier's, or she provides Moutier's numbers. Same exact points, eight and a half. Uh, Moutier averages more assists, 2.9, slightly less, uh, well, 1.7 turnovers. Sorry, that was a different number. Uh, but yes, and it mentions that he has the worst, uh, defensive real plus minus in the league, which I don't know what that means. It just means I've, he's not what, good what on is defense. Real, what is real plus? I don't know. Somebody help me out with this? Were we, were we, is there real also what? a false plus yeah, minus? Is there a fake plus minus? What is real? I'm confused. But I think it's a way, it's, it's a metric that, Shows he's not very good on the defensive end of the floor, which I would believe. I I I, I got to admit, and I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad trade. Um, you guys know I spent all last season railing against Jameer Nelson, and I don't want to play a thirty or something year old point guard because he was taking away minutes mostly from Jamal Murray. Sure, in my mind, but also from Emmanuel Mudiay. This is different because now he's backing up Jamal Murray, and there isn't Emmanuel Mudiay, well, so he's the, not the, taking away minutes. This is essentially a franchise saying they can no longer develop the player. I just, they, they've reached the end of development, and they feel that that's it. He's reached his potential, and better off going elsewhere. And, and listen, I hope the best for Emmanuel Moody. You say what you want, and I know a lot of people in town weren't fond of him. I get that. And I, I'm biased because I got to know him a little bit. Good dude. Very professional. He didn't bitch and moan. He wasn't whining. He put in the work. Just wasn't the player that they thought he'd become. That's all. Yeah. And sometimes that happens. And I, I think my overall... Uh, Emotion yesterday 
uh, when the trade came down, was disappointed. And I wasn't disappointed in the move. I wasn't disappointed in Devin Harris. It was just I was disappointed that Emmanuel Moutier didn't work out as a nugget. As a number seven overall draft pick, you expect a guy to stick around for a long time. Yeah. Now, sometimes it works. The following year they get Murray. Sometimes it works great. And you know, be, because on, on draft night, I, I distinctly remember where I was when they drafted Emmanuel Moutier. I was at a Little League baseball game in Broomfield watching Twitter as he continued to fall down the draft. Cause he was, there were people who thought he'd go number two, as high as number two in that draft. D'Angelo Russell went two to the Lakers. And yeah. I was so excited that he fell to seven and that the Nuggets got him. And I thought, hey, it's finally starting to break their way because they're a team that, you know, they tend to have the seventh pick in a six player draft. That's where they're always at. Uh, and so I was, I was very excited about the Emmanuel Moutier era and it just never, came to fruition. He had played better in the last week or two. Well, the, the thing about Emmanuel Moody that people overlook, everyone said, well, he doesn't have a jump shot. He improved his jump shot. If you look at his shooting numbers this year, they were up there. They were pretty good. He was not a bad three-point shooter. He was hitting that 15-footer. Shooting, in my opinion, was not the issue. The issue was defense. With that body, he had a bigger body for uh, a point guard. He, he just couldn't figure out how to use that body in strenuous situations, okay? He wasn't as active on the defensive end as a Jamal Murray yeah. and some of these other guys. I mean, look at Devin Harris defensively when he gets a chance to play for the Nuggets. Watch how he moves. Watch how he dictates, okay? That is the difference. And for a coach like Michael Malone, when you want to give the keys to your team, to your backup point guard, you can't afford to take a, a step back defensively. That's well, the last thing. And I would have just... Yeah, I would, on the team. I would agree with you on the defense, Vic, but uh, I don't know the the shooting and the finishing around the rim. I I never thought Moutier got to a level I was comfortable with on okay, well, on either of those. I, I get it. And you know me, I'm not a stats guy, but look at his shooting numbers this year. Just look at him. I mean, compare him to other guys. He was a pretty good shooter, better than people thought. Now it didn't look pretty. It didn't look as pretty as Jamal Murray's jump shot, but it wasn't bad. He was shooting forty. 40- Point one percent from the field, thirty seven point three percent from behind the arc. I just, you know, he was here for two and a half seasons, a little more than that. We talked a lot last year, and and, and I was on the Jamal Murray train early because you would see flashes where you're like, oh my god, that guy, that guy can be a star. That that guy can be a player. We played the highlight coming back, and it, it's probably the, the his best moment as a Nugget of Emmanuel Moody hitting the game winner from half court against the Sixers. Yeah, but. Let's just be honest. In two and a half plus seasons, did he ever have a moment where you came out of your chair and went, oh, my God, yes. what a yes, play? Yes, he did. Where? He had when? two of them. He okay. had two of them. Uh, the first one was his first game as an NBA player here in Houston, coincidentally, where he flirted with a triple-double, and he went crazy, and the Nuggets blew out the Rockets. Any Nuggets fan will remember the opener where Emmanuel Moutier came out hot. Then there was a game in Boston last year I believe he had a career high. He couldn't miss. Made something like eight threes in that game. Went nuts. Those are the two instances where I said, whoa, this guy's balling. But you're right. Outside of that, he struggled. And I think the fact that Jamal Murray joined the party mentally sort of, well, that set him back a couple years, right? You got another guy. You got a threat. that Give him your position. He's younger than you are. You were the future. They handed the keys to him. That's got to work on you. That's well, going to wear you down a little bit. But, I mean, it could have been, you know, Gary Harris emerged, too. And that's I think Gary Harris emerging as the, the two guard of the future moved Jamal Murray to the one. Because, look, at one point, the, the, the plan had to be Moutier and Murray playing side by side, right? Moutier the one, Murray the two. I mean, that certainly could have worked. It just, 
I don't know, man. I think he peaked at, I, I think he peaked in summer league right after they drafted him. I think that he is the Emmanuel Moutier is a great reason why when these kids leave high school, why they have to go find better competition. He went to China. Okay, he didn't go to SMU. Had a chance to go to college, opted to go to China, and he's playing in the Chinese league. And I'm not sure if, you know, he only played in like 10 games there because he got hurt, but that was a, a lost season for him. No development, no yeah. learning, really didn't do anything. I mean, he goes from high school, think about it, to China where he barely played, didn't get a chance to really take his game to the next level, and straight to the NBA. Uh, there he, was no development in there for Emmanuel Moody. And he made, him, he made a million bucks. So, yes. And I know there was some yeah, – he he went to Deion Sanders' school, uh, high school, and I think he would have been ineligible anyway, so he didn't have much of a choice. But I do think one year playing for Larry Brown – at would have SMU done wonders, wonders for would have been worth more exactly. than a million dollars. Totally agree with you. I told now. All that said, change is good. I hope the best for Emmanuel Moody. Me too. And you know what? Deep down, I'll be honest with you. Deep down, I am thankful that the Nuggets traded him to an Eastern Conference team because when he does develop, if he does develop, if he does turn that corner. You don't want it to happen in your division or in your conference. No. You want it to happen as far away as possible, so you're not reminded of it all the time. Yeah, you want to be reminded of it twice a year, not yeah. five times. So the million-dollar question, real quick, Vic, and you can get to this with Dempsey, is what does this mean for Torrey Craig? Because they didn't have the, the roster spot opened up, because obviously they're going to keep Devin Harris. So that well, would be it, my question for Long Dempsey. story short, uh, Chris has that answer. He, he explained it to me yesterday in such a... Uh, circular fashion that I'm not able to tell you what he told me. Oh. So I'll let in about two minutes. Chris is going to join me. He's coming down to the room and uh, he'll tell you exactly what this means to Tory Craig. But w one last thing on Devin Harris and, and the reason why the Nuggets made a point to go get Devin Harris. I'll read a quote from Gina Mizell's uh, uh, story here on Devin Harris. Donnie Nelson, the GM of the Mavericks in trading Harris, said, "Quote: He's everything we want our young guys to be, and that's not lost on us." It's excruciating. Devin is part of our family. We'll always be part of the family. It's a difficult day, to say the least. This is an opportunity for Devin to play for a team that's fighting for the playoffs. It, it was said that when the trade came down, that Dallas Mavericks players were crying, crying at the departure of Devin Harris. Wow. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I've seen a lot of things, but it's not as if he were... It's not, he's not LeBron James in Cleveland, right? right. It's Devin Harris. He's a backup, and, and guys are crying, so... He must play a pretty critical role in the function of that team. I think it uh, it goes to show that his impact goes beyond the numbers. It goes beyond 8.5, 1.9, 1.9. And guess what the Nuggets can use? An impact like that in the room. That kind of impact. Guys, yep. give me 60 seconds. I think Dempsey is lurking outside my door. We will reset the show when we come back. Our Nuggets insider, our Nuggets know-it-all, Chris Dempsey on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Houston to take on the Rockets. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock with the pregame show, Getting It Away, at 535. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Gary throws back behind him to Barton, guarded by Nicholas Batum, a very good defender. Ten on the shot clock. Alley-oop to Harris. Layup reverse side goes up and in. Great back screen by Jokic to create the easy alley-oop. 
Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Vic, currently tracking down Chris Dempsey, putting his headset back on now. Hey, guys, sorry about that. Dempsey, Looks like he's uh, back. Dempsey almost got arrested outside my hotel room. <laughs> I've got security here, and they were trying to shake him down. You know, a lot of people try to get to my room. Uh, you know, every time I go to a different city, the ladies start, you know, collecting downstairs, and they try to sneak up in the elevator. So I, I hire security. Yeah. And you ran into... Did you change your name at the desk yeah, so that yeah. nobody knows who you are? You saw Vito out there, right? You know? <laughs> I did. Uh, welcome, man. How you doing? I, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm, are you on the same floor over here? No, um, because of this uh, oil and gas convention. Yeah, what the hell is going on downstairs? <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently what's happening in the city of Houston in general, a big uh, oil and gas convention, Ten to 15,000 people downtown. So when we walked in yesterday, the lobby was just, it was packed with suits. That's nuts. And, yeah, it was. There's a lot of money in this town, isn't there? For sure. That gas is. money. Even uh, though the business may not be where it was, there's still uh, money in that business. Yes, and you could totally tell that last. Makes you wonder why the hell I read a prompter for a living. Anyway, Christopher Dempsey's been on top of this uh, Nuggets trade story uh, for the last 24 hours. Before we get to the Nuggets, can can you please, my hot take today was uh, LBJ and what's going on in Cleveland. Mm. Have you ever seen anything like that? No. In in a span of 90 minutes, a a, a team completely changing? I mean, it's a a brand new team. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, I mentioned that uh, to a few people yesterday, too. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't believe what was happening. You know, I, it's it's funny because I think in the lead up to uh, the trade deadline, the general consensus about the Cleveland Cavaliers was for anything to really change there, they were pretty much going to have to change the majority of the players. But nobody thought that they were going to be able to do that. And then they were able to do that, and I just think that they were able to do that in such a significant way. Uh, they didn't just bring back guys. They brought back capable players, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nash Jr., George Hill, Rodney Hood uh, that can not only help them now, but for the most part, you know, except for George Hill, you're talking about players that they can go into the future with yeah. as well. And and then on top of that, uh, Vic, you change uh, the dynamic in that locker room. It was so negative and toxic that that team, those Cleveland Cavaliers prior to the trade deadline, had no chance to get back to the finals and win a title. These guys have absolutely, they've yeah. vaulted themselves back into that conversation. I still think Boston's a better team. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, absolutely. And there's going to be, uh, you know, an, an adjustment period sure. and, and all that kind of... But now it's up upon LeBron James, you know. This is now your locker room. Now you create this locker room in an environment that fosters kind of positivity, that lifts everybody up, and then gets everybody to the uh, to the singular goal of winning a title. Uh, because if that this locker room with these new players mm-hmm. goes down that same road, then there's only really one common denominator there. Uh, what about the notion that the Lakers now have uh, about $70 million to spend, and their yeah. moves were with the notion they're going to go get LeBron in the offseason? <laughs> Which was really funny, right? Yes. Just, you know, they, they, both teams... Setting kinda, themselves up. Yeah, both teams made moves to keep either keep LeBron <laughs> or get LeBron. And LeBron. so, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I think for the Lakers... Uh, you get what they're trying to. They're putting their eggs in a free agent basket, and you know Paul George is out there as well. And uh, you know, so we'll see if it pays off for them. I mean, they have an, a, a really nice young team uh, themselves. I, I was, obviously, I thought Jordan Clarkson was a part of that, but uh, you know, so what they're doing there it, it seems to be on the right direction. But yeah, clearing out the caps to to be able to fit two max contracts mm-hmm. is a big deal. Uh, the Nuggets. Because they had a lot of things going, right? Mm-hmm. They had a lot of 
uh, fires at the same time. Now they end up making one deal, the Moutier for Harris, essentially. My fear, and I always fear about things, and as a general manager and guys who dictate these things, you have to have a short memory. What I don't want to see in 10 years, I don't want to see the same Chauncey Billups. Remember when Chauncey Billups was a nugget and they sort of gave up on him, sent him elsewhere, and then he developed later? Right. Sometimes those things happen. I look at Emmanuel Moutier, and I think he's still a few years away from being what he wants to be. And I think going to China hurt him. Mm-hmm. Missing a year of not playing competitive basketball hurt him. I think he can be a good NBA player. I just don't. I don't want to come back to bite the nuggets is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see from from that standpoint, yeah. So then getting sending him over to the Eastern Conference. That's what I'm saying. Get him yeah, get him as far away as possible helps. so I don't have to be reminded of that. Yeah, you know, I agree with you on one point. I, I actually think that Emmanuel Moutier has a lot of good basketball in him. The 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 deficiencies that he put on a basketball court, uh shooting even though his jump shot was a little bit improved this year, mm-hmm. uh decision making still uh, those are easily fixable. I mean, the, the, those aren't, the, you know, situations that are insurmountable to overcome. And, uh, you know, how is he going to be able to fix? The, no, those are those are two areas that if you apply yourself, uh, you can easily get over those hurdles. And I just think as a player, as a point guard, he already has good tools. So he, he's got good vision. He can pass guys open. He can, you know, he sees the court in a way a point guard uh, should see the court. Got great size for that position as well. Uh, so, I mean, I think he's got a lot of things going for him. Uh, a change of scenery, I think, is going to do uh, him a whole lot of good. And the Knicks are going to have to put him on the court. I mean, what, Jared Jack? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then Frank Neal Aquina? Yeah. No. I, mean, I agree. I, yeah, hey, that guy's not ready. Say what you so, want about Moody. Uh, he is... Heads and shoulders better than that Neil Aquina kid, right? So and Neil Aquina kid can't shoot at all. Absolutely. And and the Knicks are in a situation now, obviously, with no Kristaps Porzingis for the rest of the season, uh, that it's just a crapshoot, right? So it's just a roll of the dice. So they're going to put him out on the court. He's going to get a chance to score, assist. He's going to get a chance to do all that, uh, and then prove to them that he should uh, continue on with that basketball team. Okay, why Devin Harris, and what role will he play with this Nuggets team? So Devin Harris, uh, you know, it's a guy that they certainly identified um, earlier on, and I, I just think from the standpoint of, uh, of leadership, of playoff experience, uh, you know, those were the overarching aspects. Uh, listen, Vic, think about the space that the Nuggets came from. So at the beginning, uh, in training camp, you had Jameer Nelson here with the basketball team and an effort to give their young point guards a chance to blossom and show that they could be, handle the job. They cut Jameer Nelson. And with him, though, you had that, that was your kind of veteran backup point guard presence. So what became apparent to the Nuggets, uh, front office is that they wanted that kind of piece back. Uh, and so with Devin Harris, uh, not only do they get that, I mean, he's obviously a capable basketball player. So you're talking about 34 years old, so, uh, you know, on the backside of his career, but, uh, can still get things done on the basketball court, can play an, an, an up tempo style. Uh, you know, Dallas was not a slow it down basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he'll, he should be able to mesh in, uh, well there. Um, not a high volume shooter, so he's not going to, like, take a lot of shots from, uh, guys on that second unit as well. You had a report yesterday that the Nuggets were active in attempting to trade Kenneth Fareed. Yes. They had him out there, and it didn't happen. Now what? Well, it, it, now he sticks and stays for the remainder of the season, mm-hmm. um, and maybe they try to do that again in in, in, in the off season. So, or right around draft time is is the next you know kind of uh, real uh, time that in the NBA where uh, trades kind of swell up. 
uh, and then uh, then after free agency kind of begins and uh, you know some uh, other pieces are moved around, players are signing places, then you start to see uh, maybe a trade or two trickle out. Do you think well. it's because no one wanted him, or no one wanted to give up enough in return? Where was the issue there? Because uh, clearly the Nuggets, from what we've seen. There's spots where he plays on this team, but long term he is not in their goals. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's you know, shown by the way that they're yeah. not. He's not in the rotation. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think it was a more of a situation where they didn't. They are not just going to give away Kenneth Free. Yeah. So, uh, from that respect, you know, there were there were. You know, teams out there that were offering things that they was just not up to par for uh, what the Nuggets were looking for, and they would rather uh, get at least closer to that, you know, to that level. Than how much does he have left on his contract, and how much is it? Do you know, Kenneth Freed has a year, so next year, it, okay, I believe is the last year of his contract, and I think he's going at twelve to thirteen million dollars, right. and that, it's not an egregious contract. Uh, Wilson Chandler. His name was mentioned several times in yeah. possible trade scenarios. Yeah, didn't happen. Same deal. Yeah. Yes. And yes. And and Wilson Chandler, he should command a higher uh, return mm-hmm. uh, than a Kenneth Reed. Uh, you know, the other thing about Wilson Chandler is is that if you're not getting something specific as in a player that can really help you back in that uh, that exchange. It's tough to just. It's tough to let him go mm-hmm. because even if he's not playing well, he does some other things. There's a on defensive the presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can still help, and so um, you know, I, I think one of the things the Nuggets uh, front office is looking at is just the way the team is playing at 29 and 25. Uh, they've been able to kind of pretty much survive Paul Millsap being out. Uh, overall, they're playing decent basketball right in the thick of the Western Conference playoff race. So uh, if you're not getting exactly what you want, then why are you going to shake up that program uh, when you're playing the way you feel you should be playing? Last question for Christopher Dempsey here. What happens with Torrey Craig? Because this is very nebulous. Uh, we, we don't know quite how many days he has left. Right. Up here. Where do we go from here? Right, yeah, that's the the question is is how many days does he actually have? No one's really said nobody, that, right? Yeah, and, and nobody will. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's an interesting situation. That's okay, a loophole so, in the NBA that's going to change soon. It, it it has to. Yeah, I mean it has to. But but okay, so it's not it's not closed this year. And uh, the way I looked at it was he's played in twenty four games. Obviously, there's some, there's a few practices in there that he's been sprinkled in. Uh, but was he on the flight down here? <laughs> I mentioned this yesterday. You and I are in this exquisite charter, yeah. rows to ourselves, yeah. plush leather seats. Yeah. That poor dude's on a southwest middle row somewhere. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense, dude. Well, right, while Come on, man. Yeah, while the Nuggets are trying to save days, and you've yeah. seen this across the league where yeah. teams will try to save days by not having a player, a two-way contract player with a team on, say, an off day like that yeah. because it burns a day. So anyway... Um, he, let's just say he's got 15 days left. I mean, this is just a number that I'm making up right now, but it's it's certainly right around between 15 and 20. Um, then if the Nuggets just played him on game days, or just had him on, uh, just had him around the team on game days, then it would take you 15, day, 15 games starting tomorrow to whenever that is, which would be about in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. The, D, the G League season ends on March 24th. He can come right on back to the to the Nuggets after the G League oh, season, really? and none of those days count against the 45 
uh, day window. So, so March twenty March twenty fourth is the is the day. Is the last okay. day of the G League season. So if so. they could somehow squeeze as many games or days between now and then, right? Great. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's already. I think that part is done and dusted. He is going to, if he gets back down to the G League, it will be for maybe ten days. Okay. Maybe. But he is in their plans for the rest of the season. For sure. What I'm getting at. He's yeah. Going to be a part of this team. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Now here's the other. Here's one caveat. A two-way contract player cannot play in the playoffs. Oh. So they have to be. A, they have to. If they want him to play, in then the they playoffs, have to open up a roster spot. Right. And and then convert his contract over to And opening up a roster spot that late, you either have to release a player or what? Yeah, you, you That's have to it? release a player. Yep. yep. Buy one out. Really? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, Well, I'll tell you right options. now, if they get to the playoffs and he's in that situation, Torrey Craig, you can have my spot on the team <laughs> charter. <laughs> He'll be happy to have that you can have time. You can have my seat. <laughs> but here's what they can You have can't. to sit next to Marlowe, and that can be uncomfortable at times, but you can have my seat. <laughs> Wide stance Marlowe? Yes. <laughs> White stance, Marlon. That is his new nickname. That is outstanding. Christopher, we'll see you at the uh, shoot around, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks. That is Chris Dempsey. We're back with more right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year to decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. The overall reaction today to the Nuggets dealing Moutier and not dealing anybody else has been... Split, I think. I think split is the correct word for it. I think split because everybody wants everything right now, right? Well, why can't you trade this guy? And why can't you get rid of that guy? And why couldn't you bring in this guy? Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. 
Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. You're going to be dealing with some areas of stop-and-go traffic, including westbound C-470, Bowles through to Morrison Road, southbound 225 between Iliff and Yosemite from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by the Lodge at Vail. Looking slow, southbound I-25, typical delays between the Washington Street Bridge all the way down to Hamden before you speed up. The spring scene in Vail is all about the majestic high-altitude skiing, sunny blue skies, and legendary service. When you stay at the Lodge at Vail, book your mountain escape today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Nothing can stop. Crowd buzzing. Fired ahead for Landeskog to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh, no, he didn't do that. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. Call now and qualify, HW. What are they qualifying for? Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avs take on the Canucks February 26th. We want you to enjoy it with a -a one-of-a-kind experience. Sit in the penalty box before the puck drops and then watch the Avs continue their quest for the playoffs in the latest Ultimate Avs VIP experience. 303-753-0950. Caller number three will be the last qualifier on the Vic Lombardi Show. Winner pick today on Kreckman and Harris. Wishing Nathan McKinnon a speedy recovery. That goal call will never get old, but we're ready for some more when he gets back. So you guys just heard Chris Dempsey uh, explain the status of Tory Craig, because to me that was the big storyline going into trade deadline day, is how do they clear a roster spot for that player? They did not. But judging from how they've used him and how many days he has left, I don't think it's that big a deal unless the playoffs come around. Now, they have until March 24th. How many days of NBA basketball does he still have left? They're not going to tell us. I don't think anyone's going to tell you that. It's it's a loophole that needs to be addressed in the NBA uh, rule book. You know, every team's doing it. They're using these G League G League guys whenever they can, wherever they can. And uh, Tory Craig has proven to be a valuable piece on this team. They'll continue to use him in that manner. Yeah, and I think that's the smart approach at this point. I mean, you know, loophole or not, if the loophole exists. That's that's on the Nuggets yeah, I'm not, I'm to not utilize sure if you it. Call it a loophole. It's just part of the rule yeah. right now, right? He he's on the team. He's on the team. He will be on the team. He's going to be here tonight. He's going to play against the Rockets tonight. Now Devin Harris won't be there, correct? He's coming back here to get a physical. Yeah, from what I'm told, the physicals have to go through first to make those trades official. Uh, that's what's interesting about the uh, the NBA. It's always crazy on trade deadline day, but none of these deals become official until the doctors get their hands on them. Make sure everything uh, uh, works out properly. So I would expect Devin Harris at the earliest to join the Nuggets tomorrow night in Phoenix. Nuggets, of course, playing a back-to-back. What do you think Devin Harris's role on this team will be, Vic? Is he a rotation guy the rest of the way? Oh yeah, he's your he's your backup point guard. Okay, that's what yeah. I figured. But it's you know it's just going to continue to get crowded, and, and Michael Malone's going to have some tough decisions to make, not only in the front court but in the back court as well. What will be interesting to me. I want to see who closes games, especially close games. Because a guy like Devin Harris has been around, right? Do you remember last year at the end of games? Remember how many times Jameer Nelson was in the game? When Manchester the game was on the line? Yeah. yeah. You remember that? Yeah, and that was the problem I had with it because you're not learning anything. I mean, it's the same thing we talked about 
I don't know, two weeks ago when Will Barton kept taking shots at the end of the game, and we said, is Will Barton going to be here next season, or should we be getting some experience for somebody in these situations who is going to be here? Case in point, Jamal Murray. That's what I was saying last year as well. So, look, if Devin Harris can come in and provide veteran leadership in the locker room, some steady minutes as a backup to, to Jamal Murray at point, I'm all for it. If it fall, if you fall into that trap again, and I get why coaches do, but where uh, where Michael Malone is relying on the veteran at the end of a game because he trusts him a little bit more, and they're they're worried about you know getting the eight seed this season, I think that's putting short term interest over long term interest, and that that would be a problem to me because it was a problem to me last year. So who's in the game in the final two minutes if it's tight? Who's your who's your five? Forget the starting five. Again, I've always felt starting five is overrated. Who are your five that you believe in most on this Nuggets roster? Are we assuming everyone's healthy? Let's assume. Let's fast forward to late March and let's assume that Paul Millsap is back. By the way, saw Paul Millsap at practice yesterday, shooting around again. Man, he looks good, guys. And I don't want to jump ahead here. I don't want to make any assumptions, but he looks good. I'm talking March, early March, after the All-Star break, ready to get back in the lineup, in the rotation, and do things good, that kind of good. If I need to get a bucket, it's an easy lineup. It's Joker, Millsap, Barton, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. That's my five. Defensively, if I need a stop, I might be taking Joker out and putting somebody else in. I'm not sure who that would be. I don't know if I'm putting Plumlee in. It depends on who we're playing against. It depends on if they're going big or small. Um, but that would be the that would be the only difference. If I need a stop, I'm not sure Jokic is on the floor. Yeah, I'm not talking situational here. I'm just talking about playing the final three minutes of a okay. game. Okay, then it's the five guys I mentioned. It's I mean, the- I, I think four of the five are obvious, right? I, I think Millsap, Joker, Harris, and Murray are obvious. I think the fifth is up for debate, but I like your selection of Will Barton. Frankly, I think Trey Lyles has earned the right to be in that conversation as well. Sure. But it shouldn't be Devin Harris, and if it yeah. turns into Devin Harris, then I, I I sour on this trade, which I'm in favor of it now because I think they need, you know, Vic, you you've talked about it being in the locker room when they after games when they just weren't ready to go, and you know how do you lose to the Suns at home? How do you lose to the Sixers at home? We've had half a dozen of those games, and it's a it's a preparation thing, it's a professionalism thing. Richard Jefferson has brought that element to some extent, but he doesn't play a lot, so it's difficult. If Devin Harris can add to that. I'm all for it. If Devin Harris takes away minutes late in games from Jamal Murray or Gary Harris, I'm not for it. But I don't think that's going to happen. On the uh, text line, 30933, that's 30933, how long have been they've been trying to trade Kenneth Freed? Nobody seems to want him. Well, you know, again, it, it's all about give and take. I, I'm sure teams would have taken Kenneth Freed. What did they want in return? A lot of teams wanted the Nuggets to throw in a draft pick. Throw in a draft pick and Fareed to take the contract. Now, I still believe, deep down, and you guys may disagree with me, I still believe Kenneth Fareed carries some value on this roster. And I'm not talking a ton of minutes. I'm not talking about a starting role. I'm talking about coming in, doing what Kenneth does, providing that energy. He still, in my opinion, can serve a role on this roster. Do you guys see it? Sure. I mean, if you're talking game four in a playoff series and you come out flat and you're down 12 and Fareed needs to play a few minutes to get you back into the game, sure. But I think it's a unique circumstance where Kenneth Fareed will be used. Yeah, do you remember in that, um, gosh, what season was it? Was it the year they won 57 games? I don't know. You guys will probably remember. But remember when JaVale McGee would come in 
and he would have sure. like these he would have these yes. flashes and and, and and people were into it yeah, yeah. And he would be great. I remember there was a game in L.A. against the Lakers. He was fantastic. And then he'd disappear for a couple of weeks, and then he'd come out again and just be the great, you know, this, this great version of JaVale. He had two or three kind of supernova moments during that um I think that was the that lockout season. year, by the way. Might I think been. that was the Might lockout year they went to seven with the Lakers. Um, So I, I kind of see Kenneth Fareed's role on this team in a similar fashion, where we may not see anything from him for two weeks, and there's that random game where somebody's hurt, somebody has the flu, somebody gets an early foul trouble, and he has to come in, and he provides a spark. And you're like, wow, they got, they got 14 out of Fareed last night? That's yeah. kind of where I'm looking at it. I didn't get a chance to go here with Chris Dempsey on uh, the Nuggets' role in the Tyreek Evans sweepstakes. Tyreek Evans was never dealt. He was available. And I was sort of, eh, you know, he's an offensive guy. They don't need more offense. This team doesn't need more offense from that position. They need... Defensive presence and hardcore, just gritty dudes. They don't need offense. That's why I was intrigued with Marcus Smart. You tell me. I, I my my whole take on the Tyreek Evans and the fact that Nuggets never pulled the trigger there. I'm not too worried about it. I'm not. Me either. Me either. I I, I mean, would it have been splashier? Yeah, but you know, I think you're just being splashy to be splashy. It, it was hard to figure out. Like, well, how would this have made this team significantly better down the road? I, you know, I think it's it's that. You, you, it's that fine balance, and it'll be interesting to ask Arturis about this of this year versus the next three years. And I'm I'm fine that they didn't get that involved in it. Arturis Karnashovas, the Nuggets general manager, who is about to hop a plane and uh, visit us here in Houston. He's coming out to watch his team play. Devin Harris, I'm told again, meeting with doctors in Denver today for his physical. Uh, set to join the Nuggets tomorrow night in Phoenix. It's the first of a back-to-back here for the Nugs. Haven't won here in Houston since I believe since. Emmanuel Moutier made his Nuggets debut as a rookie. And they tore him up and just wiped out the Rockets that night. I'll never forget it. I remember watching that game saying, God, Moutier's got a huge future here. They should have won it down there if not for the 94-foot layup that they let James Harden put up on him. I do remember that. By the way, Harden may attempt 50 shots tonight. Rockets have a ton of injuries. Ariza's not playing tonight. Uh, I think they're out. Ryan Anderson, they got a couple. Aaron, Aaron Gordon may not play. They got some injuries. James Harden may shoot every time he touches the ball. Up next, the GM of the Nuggets. If you have questions, 30933. That's 30933. Arturus us on the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Show your love for the Avs when they take on the Canadians on Valentine's Day. An Avs date night package gets you two tickets and two glasses of champagne for only 60 bucks. It's all presented by the Shane Company, and you should visit coloradoavalanche.com now to secure this sweet deal. Run for the love of it. Join the Altitude 950 running team sponsored by Centura Health at the Run Denver Valentine's 4-Miler at Wash Park Sunday. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at Five Wellbeing.com. This may not be easy for you to hear. 
but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720 the Altitude 950 Traffic Update. You're still going to be dealing with slowing southbound 225 from an earlier crash off to the left shoulder now, but Curiosity keeping things slow, I live through to Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Not out of the woods yet, southbound I-25 still slow Washington Street Bridge to Hamden. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving Driving is drunk driving. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Stepping back, pumps can't shoot. Left to Devin Harris with five to shoot. And over Wesley Johnson for three. It's good. Well, it's a tough shot right there. Wesley Johnson played him well. We got the Nuggets and the Rockets tonight on Altitude 950. The uh, Nugs, new look Nugs this weekend. Devin Harris expected to join the team tomorrow night in Phoenix. We welcome to the show the general manager of your Denver Nuggets, Arturus Karnaschovas, who I believe is also on his way down here to Houston. Arturus, how you doing, my man? Good morning, Vic. Good yes, morning sir. to I'm you. I'm on the way to Houston. Very good. I'll save a spot for you near the bench. Hey, uh, first of all, I, I want to say, what's it been like the last couple days? Are you guys locked in that cave over there on the phones all day? You've probably seen the sun for the first time in a couple days, huh? That's correct. I mean, uh, with all the group, we, we were, you know, in the conference room for 
long days and long hours uh, just to be ready for anything that happens. Uh, let's start with Evan Harris. What role mm-hmm. do you see him playing, and why was it important to go get him? Well, we, we felt this move helped our team improve. You know, we were able to bring in the vet point guard that has done it and uh, for our, you know, second unit. Uh, he's been a player that had a, you know, success in this league, you know, and include, you know, including multiple playoff runs. So we felt that uh, that was a good move for us um, to get him. Uh, do you see him playing consistent minutes? I'm sure Michael obviously will have final say in how that works out, but is he a guy that is going to contribute game in, game out? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, you know, by move of, you know, moving Emmanuel to, to New York and uh, bringing Devin in is going to uh, take uh, backup point guard minutes right now. Listen, we, we forget and we take for granted these guys are humans, and you guys – liked Emmanuel Moutier. I liked Emmanuel Moutier. Good kid. How did that conversation go? I'm curious. You say goodbye to him. You draft him number seven overall. You mold him. He's on the he's on the cover of the media guide. He's on the cover of billboards. And then you got to go your separate ways. What was that conversation like? Well, it's always hard. It's very emotional um, for organization because you know you know you draft the kid. You go through summer league, you know. You know, he started uh, a ton of games for us in uh, in the two and a half years, and uh, now to say goodbye that's a very hard uh, moment. But he's been uh, absolute professional in uh, three years that he's been here. Uh, his family has been great. I mean, that's a that's a wonderful human being. So, uh, you know, we wish him all the best uh, in New York. I think it just goes to prove, Arturis, even when you're drafting top ten, it's still mm-hmm. a crapshoot, isn't it? It's still, I mean, there is no science to this, because you just don't know how much more these kids can develop. They're getting younger every year. They're more unproven every year. It's more based on potential every year. You just don't know when they reach that cap. Well, correct, and you're constantly adding pieces, you know, to, to your team, and you never know who's going to pan out. Um, I think, uh, you know, historically, after first five uh, picks, you know, the the chance of them, you know, um, being a very, very good players probably drops. Uh, but that's, that's just numbers. Uh, uh, but, again, uh, I totally agree uh, with you. You never know. Um, but, again, you know, Emmanuel is 21 years old, so mm-hmm. so he has, he has time and uh, he has talent. Uh, you know, still to succeed in this league. Well, personally, I'm glad you guys send him to New York. That way, uh, the Nuggets only have to see him <laughs> twice a year. If he does come Correct. back, uh, you only have to see him twice. Hey, uh, your thoughts on what went down uh, with uh, Farid? Uh, you know, Chris Dempsey just joined us. Said you guys had tried to trade Kenneth, didn't work out. You're not going to give him away. You want to get something in return. Uh, the question I got for you, though, is: Is are, are you sure then that a guy like Kenneth will still? Hold his own, and can you find minutes from him? Is he still going to be a viable member of this team, although you could not get a trade for him? He's been always a productive player. You know, He's been a great professional right now, and he's not getting minutes, and he's still part of this team that uh, make him a uh, player front, and you never know. We've got 28 games to go, and you never know when his uh, number will be called, and he has to be ready for it. I, I, I think the biggest trade you guys will make may come here in a couple weeks or whenever Paul Millsap returns. I saw Paul at practice yesterday, Arturis. He looks close, and it's exciting because 
we forget how little of Paul Millsap we've seen. I mean, is that one of the reasons you guys maybe didn't go crazy uh, yesterday? Because you know Paul's returning? That's correct. Not only that Paul is returning, also Mason is going to return to to our lineup. So I hope, you know, uh, at some point we're going to have uh, all team healthy and see what we look like. Um, I mean, that that Lakers game uh, when Paul got injured uh, took so much away from us. Uh, you know, it was almost a shock to our system. But, you know, all credit goes to players and coaches um, where we're at right now, um, you know. But we're still in the sixth and seventh seed. What does this mean, Arturis? We're talking to Arturis Kornashovas, the uh, Nuggets GM. What does this mean moving forward for Tory Craig? Um, I know you guys and, and the entire league deals with these guys, a two-way player, but he's expected to play tonight. And from what Chris Dempsey tells us, on March 24th, he can play for you. That's the deadline. That's when he'll be available full-time to the Nuggets, correct? Correct. I mean, not going into too much detail with the two-way players. You know, you're constantly counting those days, and some of the games he's going to be not able to play. Uh, sure. Uh, but most of the games he's going to be with us, and then uh, after March 24th, he's, he's going to be on our roster uh, full-time all the way until the regular season is over. That'll be very interesting to see how Michael Malone does that because a lot of it's going to be based, based on matchups and whether Tory Craig makes sense Correct. to play a certain night. I mean, that, that only makes it. Uh, Devin Harris going to be available tomorrow night. Uh, can we expect him against Phoenix? Well, it all depends on uh, passing physicals. Uh, all, all three guys that were part of the straight passing physicals, but once that is over and is available uh, for us to play. Was there ever a moment over the last 24 hours, where the Denver Nuggets had a uh, a whopping deal on the table and you guys had to consider it, or was it quiet on your front? Well, there were, there were a lot of conversations, but uh, I think, you know, there were obviously a lot of uh, teams that were very active. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we saw there was kind of extreme from, you know, uh, trades that uh, Cavs were able to execute uh, to a – um, just the small, uh, small deals that were just, you know, moving 14, 15 player around. So, um, I think there were a lot of conversations, but, uh, I thought that, uh, a lot of things didn't pan out. Arturis, uh, what the Cavs did yesterday in a span of 90 minutes, has that ever happened in the history of the league? That was nuts. Uh, it, it, it was, you know, so many players, uh, so many new faces, um, on, you know, on the Cavs, on the Lakers, and, you know, on Sac, so, uh, on Utah. So, uh, it, it was a very, uh, complicated, uh, you know, kind of deals, but it's amazing that, uh, they were able to, uh, facilitate that. And what's crazy is you guys still have to play Cleveland. You haven't played Cleveland yet. You play them twice here going down the stretch, so you're going to see a completely different Cleveland team. I mean, it's almost as if LeBron's got rejuvenated down the stretch. Oh, yes. They, they have LeBron, and, uh, you know, they, although they have new faces, they, uh, they're a very good team. Uh, so uh, I think uh, they're going to be, uh, there's going to be some work for them to integrate those players, but they got got uh, great, talented players, and they will figure it out. All right, last question. And a lot of Nuggets fans, listen, we, we see the momentum growing. Right? We see the team getting better every week. We see the playoffs approaching. What you have to weigh in the front office is the difference between patience and hype. 
because there's a price to play for hype. You can make a move and it's going to cost you. How do you, like, over the last 24 hours, how hard is it not to, like, go for it right away, knowing that you got to stay and stick by that plan? Well, you always try to improve your team, but you're not, you try not to give up the, you know, the future stuff. And, you know, you got 28 games to go. Um, and, and again, the excitement of getting Paul Milsa back, uh, and, uh, Mason back and see what we, uh, look when we healthy, uh, prior to, uh, Paul going down. Uh, I think this is the excitement of what we're looking forward to. Um, Certain deals then, you know, didn't go our way, but I think we're happy uh, to what we have right now, and we have 28 games, and uh, we're going to make, you know, push for the playoffs uh, with the team that we have. Well, <laughs> hey, I don't know if you watched. Lakers beat OKC last night. You're watching those games like I am, right? You're scoreboard watching. Everybody is. All the time. All the teams <laughs> are in contention. You know, we, we, we watch them closely. Yes, sir. Arturis, we'll see you tonight at the game. I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. All sir. right. That is Arturis Karnaschovas, Nuggets GM. By the way, Tim Connolly will join Hastings and Brownman coming up at noon, see if we have any more details on what's happening. The Nuggets are done at the deadline. They trade Emmanuel Moutier and net Devin Harris. As Arturis just said there, expect to see him if all goes well with the physicals tomorrow night in Phoenix. When we come back, Marty O with his morning sugar fix on the Vic Lombardi Show. Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris at Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. Is a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. And the push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. When your furnace kicks on, pet dander, mold spores, dust, and allergens blow out of your vents for you and your family to breathe. Now's the time to call Now Heating and Air to schedule an air duct cleaning. Cleaner air means a healthier home and family. And bonus, less vacuuming. It's also good for the health of your furnace. All this month, save $50 off air duct cleaning packages. Call Now Heating and Air to schedule an air duct cleaning. 303-287-8000. Call today and save $50. 303-287-8000. It's going to get cold. And now is the time to have your old furnace inspected. You don't want an uncomfortable surprise when the furnace is supposed to kick on and doesn't. For just $19, now Heating and Air will do a 32-point furnace safety inspection and tune-up. Just $19, and now we'll give you a free year's supply of their eco-filters. Call now, the comfort specialist, to schedule your $19 furnace inspection. 303-287-8000. That's 303-287-8000. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the 
Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. The Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Altitude 950 traffic update. The worst of the drive right now is from an earlier accident on I-225. Traffic is brought to you by Audi Flatirons. It was a crash approaching Yosemite. The front end of that jam is loosening up, but it backed up traffic all the way to Iliff. The rest of the metro area freeways is starting to see some relief with speeds picking back up. They're excited to announce that both their Boulder and Broomfield locations are now open from the first mile to the last. Visit them at AudiFlatirons.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We forget how little Paul Millsap we've seen. I mean, is that one of the reasons you guys maybe didn't go crazy uh, yesterday? Because you know Paul's returning? That's correct. Not only that Paul is returning, also Mason is going to return to to our lineup. So I hope, you know, uh, at some point we're going to have uh, all team healthy and see what we look like. Yeah, Mason Plumley is on this road trip. I'm not sure he's going to play tonight or tomorrow in Phoenix, but he practiced the last couple of days, looks to be moving around pretty nicely. Um, he could be back sooner than expected. Again, Nuggets getting healthy. Nuggets are getting healthy. They're adding a new uh, player, a veteran, Devin Harris. OKC lost last night. Did you guys happen to see how helpless OKC is without Russell Westbrook in the lineup. If the Nuggets lost one player, okay, let's say the Nuggets, you pick them. Hell, Paul Millsap hasn't played in months, right? Would they be as helpless as the Thunder are without Russell Westbrook? Uh, no, but do you think the Thunder could figure out a way to win games if it was a long-term absence of Russell Westbrook? I mean, Carmelo and Paul George, I think they could figure out a way. I don't think so. I, I, well, they can win games, but I think they would drop precipitously. Well, now, he's the best, one? he's arguably the best player in the league. Okay, fine. That's what I'm saying. That's how vital he is to that team. <laughs> well, yeah, what would the Cavs be if they lost LeBron? Of, of course. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm, I'm stressing this point. It's amazing how important those bigs are, those big name players to these teams and how things can come just crashing down with one minor injury. If Russell Westbrook misses three weeks with a strained calf, that's three three weeks of misery for OKC. Correct. And it goes back to my hot take about how you can't have the highest-paid 
offensive player and the highest played defensive player on your team if you're the Broncos because that's 28% of your salary cap tied up in two guys. And imagine how screwed you are if either one of them gets hurt or if either one of them has a down year. You have you have no depth. You have no backup. You have no, no way to, to try and go in a different direction of, well, we lost Kirk, so let's you know rely on this running game because we've got a really good stable of backs that we've invested in. It's just you're putting all your eggs in one basket, which is just silly. Tell you what, you can always depend on Manchester to bring it back to Paxton Lynch. No matter what the sport. <laughs> How is that back to Paxton point, Lynch? How is that back to Paxton Lynch? We could be talking about oh. green corn. We could be talking uh, about wallets, and it'll come back to Look, Paxton Lynch. I'm, I didn't bring up Paxton Lynch, by the way, at all. I just, I, I, I'm still in favor of them drafting a guy, just for the record. <laughs> but, I, I just, I am the one guy, give me this, I am the one media member in town, which I hate to put myself in that category, but fine, the one me- media member in town who is actually fair to Paxton Lynch. You are. You're, you're exactly right. You're fair. <laughs> fair is not the word. Why'd you let him fair. get away with that, Vic? Fair is not the word. I think what you've become is uh, desperate to have your argument work. No. And that desperation is also viewed as fair. No. That's how you see it. I'm open-minded and fair. I, that's what Open-minded it is. is something I would never think of when I examine uh, mm-hmm. Manchester. Open-minded's not the word. Because you're viewing it through the incorrect lens. Yeah, he okay. got so mad at my Xbox joke the other day, he chucked his headphones again. <laughs> yeah. I did not. One time. One time in 15 months. Speaking of, did you guys, last night I'm going through, I'm watching a little bit of that OKC Lakers game, and then I... Then I stop on some figure skating. Ugh. How is it the Olympics start before the opening ceremonies? I don't know. I believe in order. I'm a man of order, right? There's a defined order in this world. Why would you start playing games before the opening ceremonies? And I know they've done this before. This is nothing new, but it bothers the hell out of me. Yeah, and I, I know it's a scheduling thing, and they want to have the opening ceremonies on a Friday night, so I get it. And they have to, you know, some of these sports, they need more than the Fortnite to get him in. I get no, it. No, but no. You open the, the the Olympics with the ceremonies, and then you start playing games. What did they have last night, though? Wasn't it like team figure skating or some new fangled thing? I, I saw Johnny Weir with his hair. I have no idea. I I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time getting into the Olympics, which is funny because we haven't even had the opening ceremonies. But like, are you excited for tonight? I'm excited I, I to watch the Nuggets and the Rockets. I don't know when anything happens. You know, I like. Do you know when? Certain events take place? No. I have no idea. And it, it's 14-hour time difference, so isn't everything going to be taped delayed again? You know, it should be, to be honest with you. Those who have to watch it live, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't care. You can pre-package the Olympics for me. It's not that vital. If you want to package it up and make it more entertaining, go ahead and knock yourself out. You know what? And I say all this, care. I'm not into it. I guarantee you my TV will be on NBC 90% of, of the time. Yeah, next of two course. Weeks. I mean, think you about like why? Apollo, Anton, oh no. If I there's know. a speed skater we can all get into, we're all going to get in. And you I know, know why? Know. Because of that ability to prepackage it, to make it made for TV. I'll give you a little reality TV taste to it. That's that's what makes the Olympics special. Yeah, and I'm interested to see Tariko hosting it. I was kind of costested out. Wait, that's wait, a hard wait, word rip- to say. You mean to tell me that your your viewing habits are going to be changed by the host? I I don't care who's hosting it. I do. I mean, I I watch the Nuggets pregame show a lot more because I get to see Vic Lombardi. Wow, you're a loser. <laughs> uh, I, less... No, I'm interested in seeing it. I was, to be honest, I was over Lauer and I was over Costas. Get to see some new faces. 
Give me a little uh, Willie Geist. I'll be excited. I don't even know what Lauer was doing doing during <laughs> commercial breaks. I, I mean, just the fact that just the thought of Lauer uh, creeps me yeah, out right I'm now. With you. Bring in, uh, bring in our boy Marty. What do we got for sugar? It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. <laughs> sugar slam. Shake that. Martin. Good afternoon or good morning, Victor. Good morning. It is almost afternoon here in Houston. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys ready to get started here? Yeah, Sing that's your... kind of why we brought you in. Yeah, you're oh, so uh, hyped up about it. Yeah. Apparently no, we are. Marty, let's kill a little more time. No, let's stall. Maybe you can make another Ronaldo joke today. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got one planned. Don't worry. I'll okay. pepper it in. All right, Saquon Barkley turning 21 today. What would you feel if uh, he was in a Broncos uniform next year? Uh, mm. Excitement. Uh, joy, um, concern, because who's the quarterback? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cry about it. I wouldn't. I mean, he's a special running back. Uh, you know, remember we went through that era five, ten years where running backs just dropped. Nobody wanted any part of them. I think that'll cycle back. If if you told me the Broncos' skill position players next year were Saquon Barkley, Demarius Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Jake Butt. And Paxton Lynch, I'd be on board with that. Everything but Paxton I'd be on board with. I, I still say take Baker Mayfield at 5 and Sony Michelle at 37. But if you took Saquon at 5 and Lamar Jackson at 37, I wouldn't hate that either. Can I have Doug Peterson coach my skill position yeah. players? Mm. They had to draft coaches. Oh, that's a good point. You know, you draft players. Why don't they have a draft for coaches? Like every 10 years, they throw them back in the mix. How Bella fa- checks up for draft. How far down the the draft would Billy Moose go in the <laughs> offensive coordinators? <laughs> yeah, I think Vance Joseph, they'd be like, you want him for a six-round pick? I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Nah, we're good. I, I don't know. Derek Carr seemed to do well with Billy Moose. Yeah, Derek Carr had career numbers with Billy Moose. And every it, time you knock B- Billy Moose, you got to get Derek Carr on the line and see what he thinks. Well, well they, where's our Billy Moose count? They, Billy they, Moose they ran yeah. Billy Moose out of Dodge, too. No, no. They? You mean Jack Del Rio, who got fired. When you oh. say they, Jack Del Rio did. You don't think after they gave De- Derek Carr $125 million bucks, if he just said, no way, I need Billy Moose, they were going to run him out of town? Come on. True or false? Derek Carr's best year as a pro was under Billy Moose. True or false? True, but he also... Right. this. Wait, wait, wait. I don't need the rest. I no. just asked... No, no, no. My no. questions to you are true or no. false. I don't need you to expound. True or false? Derek Carr was coming off of a serious injury this se- when he played this season. Marty going. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We talked a lot of running backs there, but nobody mentioned C.J. Anderson. He turns 27 this weekend. What's his role next year? God, he's still young. You know, that's what's amazing about this. I, I view C.J. like he's 36. Being dramatic on Twitter in Miami, uh, that's probably his role next year. Being mm-hmm. a bouncer outside of a one-word club downtown. Uh, you guys are being off. You guys are. He's going to play, and <laughs> I wouldn't su- be surprised at all if he plays here. All right. And former... Uh. Former Nugget Jameer Nelson turning 36. Oh, God, is it, is it Mike Kliss's birthday too? <laughs> what is this? I got some more. Don't worry. I got a, I got a real banger at the end here for Will. <laughs> Jameer Nelson, he's been to four different teams in the last six months. Think uh, about think about his course. He he was with the Nuggets in the summer, joins the Pelicans, gets traded. Was it to Detroit or to the Bulls, and then ends up in Detroit? He was on the Bulls for about four days. Yes. Four teams in six months. Meanwhile, his family's all in Philly, right? Isn't that what we learned? Yeah. All right, and Paul Millsap will be turning 33 tomorrow. 
There we go. That's a good one. You like that one? Is Happy that one birthday, the Manchester test? That does pass the test. Yeah, that's much, much better. Mm, excellent. Hope, hope for his birthday he gets back on the court soon. All right, this one will not pass the test. Our good pal Raheem Moore will turn 28 this week. <laughs> this is the worst batch of birthdays oh my of goodness. all time. Yeah, and it was Foxy's birthday, what, yesterday, uh, yesterday two yeah. days ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. gosh. Is it Tulo's birthday? What about the Matt Duchesne turning 28? When's Mello turning uh, another year? Has Lala got another year coming up soon? (laughs) All right, we'll end on birthday. All right, we'll we'll finish with the birthday. So in 1993, Michael Jackson is interviewed by Oprah, and it draws 90 million person audience. And put that in perspective, there was 111 million people watching the Super Bowl. So that was quite a turnout there. You know, that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore because Mm. there are so many different ways you can consume information. You don't get that kind of audience for a single event. The only, it just doesn't occur. The only way you could get that kind of share again is if we once again went back to the moon. Oh yeah, because uh, your boy just sent a car to orbit. I didn't even know it was happening until you brought it up. Nobody cares, dude. I'm just telling you, if we were landing on Mars tonight, all of the world would stop and watch. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. The only reason I'd be interested, if you told me that tonight uh, Mussy TV was one of your astronauts hanging out with an alien, an actual alien, and they're playing a game of cards somewhere in, in the uh, outer space, I would watch that. They, Other than that, I have no If you're going to go up there and just bring back soil and hang out in the soil, I don't care about soil. They would pause the Nuggets-Rockets game and up on the Jumbotron show Matt Damon going down the ladder to take that okay. first step on Mars. Yeah. If you give me an alien, I'm watching. No alien, I'm out. It'll probably just be a live stream on Twitter. You won't even have to change a channel. That's true. All right, this day, 2011, the Cavaliers and their 26-game losing streak. It started on December 20th, ended on February 9th. You guys want to try and name some guys on the 2011 Cavaliers So it was after the decision, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Well, Kyrie was on that team. He was not yet. They, went, they, were, they were terrible and then got the first pick and drafted. Oh, okay. Exactly. All right. they, they had that kid from, uh, uh, what was his name, their first-round pick, Anthony something. What the hell was Anthony that Bennett, Bennett, the kid no. from UNLV. Bennett. No, yeah. he wasn't on there yet. Verizal. Jesus. Verizal was on there. there Anderson Verizal was on that team. Oh, was Della Vadova? Was Della Vadova on that squad? He was not. Eric Snow was on that I team. Suck. Mm, I'm not seeing Eric Snow. A leading score was Antoine Jameson. Mm. We had uh, a Booby Gibson sighting. A uh, Booby. And then a Luke Herringody and a My Baron God, Davis at the uh, end of his career. Was that the kid from Notre Dame, Vic, Herringody? Yes. Yeah. That's a bad team. That's a bad team. They lost 26 in a row. So. Well, you can see why they lost 26 yeah. games oh in a row. Oh, my God. If you drew that team at the DAC, you'd be like, oh, jeez. Well, that was after Dan Gilbert wrote his letter in Comic Sans saying, we'll get a title <laughs> before any self-proclaimed king gets a Dude, title. You know, that just goes to show there's so much luck involved in the course of an 82-game season and schedules. Like the Nuggets, I just mentioned to Arturo's kind of show, they haven't played Cleveland yet. They have to play him twice down the stretch when Cleveland got better in a hurry, right? You wanted to play Cleveland the last month when Cleveland sucked. Do we you know? wanted to play Cleveland last week. Do we know Cleveland got better? I don't know, but on paper they got better. Okay. Put it that way. I'll give that to you. All right, and you guys mentioned it earlier. Two years ago today, Super Bowl 50 parade downtown. Here's Mayor Hancock getting the crowd all jacked up. Bronco country, make some noise! I need some noise! Let the nation hear you! You are world champions! Make some noise! And noise they made. 
Well, you know what? At least the mayor was hyped. That's what I do remember. The mayor was the most hype of everybody. Yeah, but when your mayor is the most hyped guy, there's something wrong. Now that you play that, I do remember thinking, okay, all we heard was Dave, Susie, Hancock, and Hickenlooper. That was it. Where were the players? Yeah, where's the sound from Akib? Where was the occasional curse word from a player that you have to beep out for television reasons later? You gotta have that. That's part of every parade. Who made this decision to not let players speak? That's a great question. Ultimately, I would like to know. I want names. Who's in charge of allowing players on the platform, on the stage, after a parade? Surely. I want players. I want cursing. Surely Elway spoke, right? He did, yes. I think DeMarcus Ware spoke as well. Yeah, that was boring. I remember it. It was a boring speech. It was. It was a terrible. It was like, okay, all right, this is awful. Let's move on. They should have had. They should have had a key. They should have had Vaughn. I don't think Vaughn spoke. Bad decisions. I want someone who's animated who gets you. I want Jason Kelsey in Philly. That Jason Kelsey speech will go down as one of the greatest of all time. You think of the heroes of Philadelphia now: Benjamin Franklin, Rocky Balboa, Jason Kelsey. In that order. There was also one arrest during the parade, so it wasn't a clean parade. But I'm sure it was a transplant that got arrested. It it couldn't have been a Denver native. Without a doubt. Yes. All right, and that is all for me. Thank you, Marty. Transplants arrested at Denver parades. Up next on the Vic Lombardi Show, the Power 5 question of the day. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Houston to take on the Rockets. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock with the pregame show, getting it away at 535. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche. Home of the Nuggets, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Back into the St. Louis zone, turnover down the slot, it's Bork, holds up, shoot, and scores! Gabriel Bark, his second goal in his many games, has tied the game at one. Did not get a chance to watch the Avs game last night since I'm in Houston, but what the hell happened? 6-1, Bernier got chased, replaced by Varley. Didn't look like any goalies could work last night. The uh, Avs had nothing. And that's a place where they always struggle, guys. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those games where it was my hot take. They lose 6-1, Bernier gives up three, Varley gives up three. You literally yeah, heard not- the only highlight right there. They tied the game at one, and then it just got out of hand. And it it felt- James, you catch that? HW's hot take was that the Avs lost. Yeah, yeah. And they, but you know what? If you're gonna lose, lose big. Wonder His hot take was from. here was here was HW's hot take. My hot take: the Avs lost six one. Bernier got replaced. <laughs> I'm scarred, man. I'm pretty scarred <laughs> wow, after what happened is, yesterday. That is a hot take. Uh, man. I think you guys are in my head right now. So Manchester, your take on the Avs six one loss because mine apparently was terrible. I mean, I, I that is some heat right there. What kind of heat are you bringing next? Listen, I'm uh, I'm worried. Since the 10-game win streak ended, they have not been very good. I'm well, concerned. they've been injured, too. I mean, it, I know. On, man. Uh, you, you lose your all-star, your lone all-star, your, your leading scorer, the guy who is on pace to be an MVP. Something's going to drop. You're going you're gonna, to – something's going to lose. I and, agree. And they're it, losing. It ties back into your Westbrook question from, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. I get it. I'm not, like, you know, calling for people's heads because they've kind of been scuffling of late, but I'm worried. Like, this 
this two to four weeks that McKinnon is out can't go by fast enough. There, there, I, I got it out there. The trouble is that that two to four weeks is the toughest stretch of the season. Uh, it's I bad mean, timing. All planets align negatively here. Not only do you lose McKinnon, but you're on the road. And you're in places like St. Louis where you never win to begin with. Yeah, but they're in Carolina and Buffalo. That's a couple games you can win. Two two bright spots last night. I did see the highlights of the two bright spots. Um, Landy getting in a scuffle right off the drop. I mean, just let's go. I mean, as soon as the game starts. Three seconds in. I hate that. Let's go. I hate it. Let's do it. Let's go. And then afterwards, they both acknowledged they're friendly. He and Braden Shen decided, eh, what the heck. We need it for each other's teams. Need to to get the guys going. It's silly and it's contrived. I have it, it ties back into the Crabtree Talib thing. I have no problem with a fight that that erupts from the heat of the moment, something mm-hmm. happening over the course of the game. I don't like it when it's premeditated. Obviously, Talib was and Crabtree was premeditated. It was it was a beef from July in Dallas, and obviously last night was. I think it's silly. The other highlight of the game was uh, that hit Zadarov had on Paul Stasny. Stasny's great. I love Stas. Okay, Stas is going to be one of my favorites of all time. But man, he got trucked by Zadorov. Oh my goodness! Did yeah. you guys see that? No, he got it, splayed it, yeah. on the ice. It was a it was a big hit. But you know, apparently I tried to put positive spin on a six one loss, and now you're trying to do it too. So your take is just as hey, hot. I on guess. on Monday, Vic, because uh, the Avs play twice over the weekend. Um, at about seven twenty four, Will will tell us what the record was in those yes. two games. Yes, uh, Will's hot take, I can tell you right now. The Avs played two games over the weekend. Hot! They picked up somewhere between zero and four points. He's got to fill in the blank on that. Bring the heat, Will. (laughs) Hockey Will. All right, let's go. Our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Somebody on the text line suggested, I don't know if you saw that, H.W., he said, hey, Will, if you're going to do an Avs hot take every day, at least spin it. And you could have said, why is it that the Avs always seem to struggle in St. Louis? What is it about that building, that team, where they struggle? Now, that that's more of a hot take. Do you see? See how it works? Uh, that's like a Manchester lukewarm take. Or how okay. about how about this hot take? You're better off having McKinnon be out during the tough stretch because you probably would have lost anyway. Rather have him out there than when See, you got those six home games. There's a hot angle. There's there a hot angle. All right, you can't just give us the scores. Helping you out, HW. All right. Appreciate well, but it. What have you got prepared for us as the uh, Power Five? Yeah, Vic, we were supposed to do the Power Five at 9.15, so what's the Power Five today? What do you mean we're supposed to do it at 9.15? No, we're doing it here. What do you got for us? Because I'm, I'm upset about this, just so you know. Yeah. Um, so we didn't have a Power 5 question of the day because it wasn't on the rundown. Uh, what Vic, was it? Vic Toss, Jesse got my ear and said we're doing a Power 5. Vic Toss to the Power 5 question of the day. So, Vic, we're going to bring back an oldie but goodie. 30933, what should our Power 5 question of the day be? 30933. Oh, we're not doing that. I know. I, it's we're not going there. I'll, I'll give you a Power 5 off the top of my head, okay? Oh, I'm I'll sure give it'll you be great. A, I'll give you a Power 5. Greatest trades in Nuggets history. What are they and why? That would have been fine. How about that easy? I'm looking at the back page of the paper today. How about things that are more antiquated and outdated than a parade? Why are we still doing parades? (laughs) How about this? Worst contracts in sports history based on Jimmy Garoppolo. See, now you guys are doing my Power Five. You're suggesting Power Five. How about this? The Olympics start today. Event you're most looking forward to. How about this? If you spent four years doing nothing but training for it, what Olympic event do you think you could medal in? 
I like that one. All right, that's the one we're going with. See, off the top of your head, you came up with like seven power fives. It took Will 24 hours, and he still couldn't come up with one. I mean, if I'm not allowed to hit the breaking news button anymore, then I'm not coming up with power fives anymore. You give, you win some, you lose some. How's that Honest sound? to God. Honest to God. You know, I, I could never be an NBA player. I could never play in the National Football League. I could never hit a curveball. I can't hit a baseball to begin with. But if you give me a couple years in my heyday, I think I can push and ride a bobsled. I really believe I can. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, if, if if I spent four years doing nothing but the luge, I think I could be competitive. That would scare the hell out of you the yes. first couple times. Yeah, but I think I could do it. Now, I don't think I could do the skiing stuff. I certainly couldn't do the, the aerials and the flips and all that kind of stuff. But seriously, curling? Really? I did some curling uh, for the uh, season debut, the premiere of Let's Talk Sports last night. Did you guys watch it? No, you didn't. I could tell by it's your fantastic. Reaction. It's going to be on again uh, many times this weekend. You have to watch it because uh, we curled. Me, Kyle, Lauren Gardner. Lauren took a spill, man. She fell hard. It is dangerous, that sport. Is really. she okay? She's fine. All right. She lived to tell about it. But you're right. Curling, much like bocce, they should call it ice bocce, you throw yourself in a curling barn for a few years, you can do that. That if, can be done. If you had a sponsor that would pay all your bills... Yes. It can if be achieved. That's all you did for four years. You would yes. be the best curler of all time. It can be achieved. I, I could I could spend the next hundred years trying to become a figure skater, and it ain't happening. Now there are also a lot of uh, Olympic sports where you, you got no shot, right? The the ski jump, there's no no chance. No, uh, no. The, the the moguls that I, I don't know how to ski. First of all, you can give me my lifetime, I'd never be able to do moguls. I'd blow my ACL on the first mogul. Yeah. Yeah, I mean anything the, that involves ice skating, I cannot do. But I think I could get in a sled and let gravity do its job. I really do. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? It's not just you though. You're there with four other dudes, aren't? Well, Is three there a other. five man? Is there a three man? Five man? There's a two man and a four man. Is I think, that what it is? I think I could be... Like, Are you sure there's not a twelve man bobsled? I could be the second or third For guy in a four guys? man bobsled. Like how yeah. hard is that? Right? You got spiky shoes. You're basically wearing golf shoes so you can run. And then you hop in. You don't have to steer. You're not the last pusher. You just wait. All you are is wait. Your mass in the sled. Who? How hard is it to be the second or third guy in a four-man bobsled? Uh, from the uh, text line, 30933, curling gold. Not sure what that means. Uh, 8659. That Gabe fight got the Avs' best line off the ice for five minutes. It was a bad move to start the game. That's exactly. Exactly. It was silly and not a not. It was not a good approach. Not a good. Not a good idea. Uh, H.W. Tell Vic in Manchester to blank your blank. Okay, we're getting a little crazy. <laughs> Is that wow. from your mother? No, she would not talk like that. <laughs> okay, 3198 uh, says, how do we trade HW to another station, another ginger millennial with no hot take we could trade for? Jeez. Hmm, They're mean. Ter hey, nobody talks about our HW minutes, like that. 40 minutes early. We can Only rip HW. we're allowed to do that, okay? If we want to rip HW, we won't allow you to do that. 8584 says, I watched Vic's piece on curling last night. I could do that. Yeah, hell, if I could do it, you could too. It's not that hard. Uh, U.S. had a bad start already. The U.S. curling team... Uh, had you know what handed to them last night? Did they did they perform? Spoiler alert! Apparently that was on tape delay, and we just broke was it on it? the radio. I, I had no idea. Uh, I again, I didn't even know the Olympics were on until I accidentally ran into it. I don't think there's a lot of people heartbroken that we revealed the preliminary round curling. Results. I bet someone's got it on DVR. I'll bet not. 
Uh, guys, I got to bug Hunt? out. At, I got to bug out like at nine thirty. I got to get over to the uh, arena for uh, player interviews. They you're, changed the schedule on me. You're ditching us at nine thirty. Nine thirty. Just so you know, they're doing interviews before shoot around rather than after for some reason. So Sounds another like likely fifteen piece. minutes of marvelous sports talk here on the Vic Lombardi Show coming right up after this timeout. <laughs> 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year in a decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris looking back on the Avalanche's trip to St. Louis against the Blues, plus getting you ready for the Nuggets in Houston as the Devin Harris era has officially begun here in Colorado. Make sure you tune in. Nick Crackman, no Ryan Harris. Where is he? I don't know, but we'll find him on Crackman and Harris, Altitude 950. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. I'm live from inside a perfectly paired gift box from Pro Flowers and Sherry's Berries, and it is big. A crane lowers two dozen roses inside, and up top, huge dip berries are coated with chocolate chips. I do love berries. This Valentine's Day, think inside the box with a perfectly paired gift. Visit proflowers.com now and enter code 9999 for 20% off gifts over $29. Offer expires 213 or while supplies last. Discount cannot be applied to shipping and handling fees. See proflowers.com for details. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. Finesse, he'll shoot, score! The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Smith shot, stay there, fight still work. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam, McLaughlin shoots and score! Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. An underdog, Doug Peterson, 
When Doug Peterson was hired, he was rated as the worst coaching hire by a lot of freaking analysts out there in the media. This past offseason, some clown named Mike Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. It's just so damn funny. By the way, Mike Lombardi, no relation, has since gone on Twitter and said, yep, he was wrong. He said Doug Peterson was the least qualified coach. Well, he's now the Super Bowl champion coach. Those words hot off the presses from Jason Kelsey, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, center, who was dressed in an Aladdin outfit yesterday in their parade. I have, I still don't understand the outfit. Did he ever explain why he was wearing that getup? Not that I heard, but I would like nothing more than a year from now, uh, somebody from the Broncos being up on a podium <laughs> and saying some clown named James Merrillat said Vance Joseph is the most incompetent head coach in the NFL. <laughs> That'd be great. I will eat those words gladly. No, what, what you need is some guy to go up there. You need, you need Paradis, right? You need the, uh, the Broncos center to just lose it and go all Kelsey, go up there and go, some clowns that never believed in Paxton Lynch, only one guy, one guy who wrote about it back in July, <laughs> James Manchester Maryland. That's what you need. That would be even better, yes. Yes, because I am the lone man atop this mountain. Uh, from the text line, Dana says, I'm now switching radio stations. You guys ruined my curling view, and now I've got to wait another four years. <laughs> Text of the day candidate there from Dana. That's pretty good. No, no, this is better. Next one's better. Uh, from 6013. I don't know if Chester could make the bobsled team, but I'm sure he could be the GM of a bobsled <laughs> team. <laughs> I'm losing it right now. Uh, that is true. I could. I could or, be. Or this text. This text is outstanding. <laughs> from 1990. I don't think you would qualify to be a bobsledder, Vic. There is a sign next to the track that says you have to be this tall to ride in a bobsled. <laughs> You know what the bobsled reminds me of? And it's exactly like the bobsled. It's that ride at Lakeside Amusement Park. That ride that's in those little miniature bobsleds. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about if you visited the north side. You know the ride. The name of it is escaping me right now. Come on, one of my family members, send me a text. The Wild Chipmunk, The isn't Wild it? Chipmunk, that's what it is. <laughs> Jesse, you know the ride, right? I do. Is that not a bobsled ride? It looks just like one. And you know what's funny? That's so funny that Texter brings that up. I had to wait a long time to be tall enough to ride that ride. And I'll never forget the day I was tall enough. Man, my life changed moving forward. Yes, I'm finally there to ride the wild chipmunk. If you want to know what it's like to ride a bobsled, go to Lakeside Amusement Park this summer and hit the wild chipmunk. Perfect. All right, others from the text line. Uh, what are we going to do with Tory Craig? He's been a good glue guy. Well, if you listen to Chris Dempsey and Arturis Karnaschovas, who joined us in the first hour, he's going to continue on. He'll be here tonight. He's playing tonight against the uh, Rockets. He's going to be on this roster for the rest of the regular season. They have found a loophole. They have found ways to make it work. March 24th is when the G League ends, and after March 24th, he can be on this roster. One problem, he won't be eligible to play in the playoffs unless they make a roster move before then. Mm. And by making a roster move, they'd have to cut somebody. 
Okay, so j- just for those people who didn't hear it, recap again how they're able to do this. Because we had been talking about, hey, if they don't free up a roster spot, Tory Craig won't be here. How are th- how are they going to get from here to March 24th? A two-way player gets 45 days in the NBA. Okay. What those 45 days encompass is sort of blurred. Those are blurred lines. For example, yesterday. He traveled to Houston via Southwest Airlines or whatever airlines they put him on. That is not considered a day with the NBA. That's just a travel day. Today's a game. It's just game days, essentially. They can squeak by without having Torrey Craig on on practice days. Just game nights. If he plays in a game as a member of the Nuggets, that counts toward those 45 days. So if he practices, does that day count? Yes. If he flies on the team plane, does that day count? Yes. So he's going to essentially bounce around from town to town. He'll fly tonight from – well, he might as well be on the team plane tonight because today already counted. And yes. tomorrow's going to count anyway, so fly exactly. with the team tonight. He doesn't have exactly. to fly Southwest. He can fly with – I'll give up my seat for Tory tonight. All right, So he's, but he is going to get some frequent flyer miles in the next That's month and a half. That's a good way to look at it. Good point. And, and you know what? They're going to be a little more – uh, cautious now, and they're going to be a little more selective in the games in which he plays. It's going to be about matchups. Perhaps there's a game where you don't need his services based on the matchups or whatnot. That game he won't play. That's how they're going to deal with it. And when the playoffs approach, that'll be the key. How important, how vital will he be to the rotation? Vital enough, perhaps, to cut a player. We'll find out. Well, yeah, especially if you play, you know, say Oklahoma City in the first round and you're like, we need Torrey Craig on this roster to guard Russell Westbrook in key situations. I mean, it depends who the opponent is and whether or not you may need Torrey Craig in a critical situation. Well, the the other beauty of it is you get six weeks to figure it out. I mean, you're essentially kicking the can down the road for six weeks, right? You yes. don't have to make a decision till then. Uh, from the text line, Lambright chimes in. Oh, God, I'm glad somebody else experienced this. He says, the wild chipmunk was no joke. You always felt like you are going to fly off into the lake. You're yeah. exactly right, my man. There's that first left turn when you're on the chipmunk, and you're headed toward that lake, and you're like, I'm dying here. This is it. It's over. And then, boom, it jolts you to the left. What a ride. Now, that's an amusement ride. That's how it's done. You go to Lakeside. And, Manchester, you've never been there? No. I've driven past it. I was not allowed to go there. It was a safety issue in the Maryland household. Oh, my God. That is so soft. No. Oh, that is the epitome of soft. Safety issue? That's where we hung out in the summers. We also didn't go to the amusement parks that they would set up, like in the North Glen Mall parking lot. Oh, those were the best. We were not allowed to go there. Did you ever have to go collect rent when you were 12 years old? (laughs) No. You know what we used to do, though? I'm not even going to ask HW if he's been there. There's no way they would let Kent Denver folks... Over onto the north side to go to. There's no chance. You never. You don't even know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Lakeside. Yes. Yeah. He. They don't. He doesn't know. No, chance, I'm right. a Waterworld guy. Yeah. No chance. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. No if he showed chance. up there in his khakis, oh, I don't know they, if that'd be a good sight. What? What am I getting <laughs> shanked or something? Yeah, you know what I would have loved? I would have loved HW in the uh, House of Mirrors. Do you remember that one, Jesse? I do. I got beat up in the corner in the House of Mirrors. <laughs> I, I skipped Lakeside Night as a little kid. Now I've let I let my kids do these things. We'll go up to Cheyenne Frontier Days or Greeley Stampede, and you know they'll ride Dude, the you ride. You never let your kids go to Lakeside. Don't lie to me. Have they been to Lakeside? No, but I would they let them. Lived. I would they let them lived. go. All right. When they get to Lakeside, you know that's when they've arrived. All right, Vic. As long as we're on this Lakeside kick, give us some other rides you like besides the Wild Chipmunk. Oh, uh, there's a great one. The old fun house used to be the best because it, it encompassed everything. You just get into this fun house and there's a, like ten rides in one. There was this one game 
at Lakeside, this one ride, where this circular object, it was a piece of rubber, essentially, a large piece of rubber about 30 feet deep in diameter, and it just spun around, and it started slow, and it spun fast, and the object was to stay on the rubber. Whoever fell off last won. Do you understand the competition involved in that thing and how hard it was to stay on? You'd be pushing your buddies off. They'd fly into the corners. People would get hurt, break legs, bloody lips. It was nasty, but it was so much fun. Now, that's a ride. Never see that today. No. Is that like where you stuck to the wall and you're doing and floor gravity and stuff? Yeah. Oh, you would have floor burns all day long. You'd come off that thing. Oh, man, it, it was awesome. It, they, would, they would never allow that kind of ride today. Well, they used to have rides at the at the park that they would never allow today. Remember the old, what is it called, the merry-go-round and stuff? Like, you could lose a leg in that thing back in the day. Not merry-go-round, but the spinning thing. Teacups? No. Yeah, but the, the beauty of... The allure of Lakeside no one knows what you're talking about. is that yeah, the people do. who operated the rides, like missing teeth, it was awesome. I mean, because you never knew what they were going to do. They'd give you extra time. You'd just say to them, dude, give me extra time. And they'd do it, man. They'd break the rules. It was awesome. They would start the ride and go on a smoke break. Yes. Take a yes. pop of the schnapps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how it was. Sounds like my third grade teacher. Uh, from 6960, the laughing lady robot at the funhouse gives me nightmares to this day. Totally with you there, brother. I remember that. I know exactly the one you're talking about. That does give nightmares, man. I thought that thing was real. Vic says, Adam, how about the ride? How about riding the heart-shaped swing ride with the girl? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God, I'm, I feel bad that you guys never experienced. What'd you guys do all day growing up? What'd you uh, do in I, your teenage years? I spent a lot of time as a kid digging through trash cans, looking for cans for recycling, like. My parents wouldn't so much. My parents wouldn't let me go to to Lakeside, but we, I, we had to earn half the money to buy a trampoline. So that's how my brother and I did it. So we would like go to you know Bonnie Reservoir or whatever, and we would go trash can to trash can digging out old Coors cans. Like that way, that's way more dangerous. You never know what you're going to find or get into than going to Lakeside. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, just a, adventure. Just filthy. What'd you do, HW? For mm. fun. Like, what age are we talking? Like, what did you do when the cleaning lady came and you had to leave the house? Like, 30. <laughs> so cool. Wow. <laughs> so, you so and I were going to do the last half hour. How about so, doing it with, v or with so Marty and Jesse? HW, HW, when you took the white gloves off after you left the house, what did you do for fun? Uh, we used to play in the green belt as kids. Yeah, in the green belt. Well, well, what is that? What do you mean the green belt? It's like the park behind people's houses and What's stuff. the furthest the chauffeur ever drove belt. you from your house? I didn't have a chauffeur. I drove myself in my 96 Ford Explorer. Get out of here. How did you was the Eddie Bauer edition. When now. you didn't have that Mercedes convertible and you had to go to... I mean, how tough was that transition? Uh, 96 Ford Explorer I shared with my sister who went to Arapahoe High School. Get off my back. Do you get gas at Exposition and University so they'll pump it for you? Yeah, how tough was it that first time you had to pump your own gas? Uh, must have been soul crushing. <laughs> it's been so much fun this week, guys. Vic, enjoy hey guys, your uh, shoot around that, you, uh, uh, that you're yeah, going to. Apparently, I'll let you take it from here, fellas. I got to go. The Nuggets are ready to talk. They are right down the road here in the arena. They're gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll record some of it. Send it back for the Hastings and Brownman show. How's that? That would be get great. The, yeah, team, get the players' reaction. Team player, I like. I it. am. I am a team player. I will get the players' reaction to trade deadline day. Uh, as they welcome Devin Harris to the roster. He probably won't show up until tomorrow in Phoenix. Guys, it's been fun. Appreciate it. Uh, I will talk to you guys on Monday. All right. Safe travels, Vic. Go Nuggets. See you guys. Uh, from 6013.
I don't know if Chester could make the bobsled team, but I'm sure he could be the GM of a bobsled <laughs> team. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, putter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Off-Road. Hi, Jack Farland here at Farland Classic Restoration. We restore and sell investment-level classic cars like Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, and more. In our shop, you'll find Denver's best craftsmen in metalwork, bodywork, paint, interiors, mechanical, and detailing. If your project is stalled or if you're looking for a classic that's truly an investment, visit us online at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no craving. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad, does it attacks belly fat? Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So, guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400. The safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind the desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now, many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Uh, Devin Harris going to be available tomorrow night. Uh, can we expect him against Phoenix? Well, it all depends on uh, passing physicals. Uh, all all three guys that were part of the straight passing physicals. But once that is over and is available uh, for us to play, was there? That's Vic Lombardi earlier in the show. Nuggets make the move yesterday. Emmanuel Mudiay gets traded in a three-team trade. Devin Harris, the big piece, coming back to the Denver Nuggets. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. I am Will Peterson, joined by James Merrillat. Vic, off to shoot around with the Nuggets down in Houston. 
Uh, Manchester and I will take you till 10 o'clock. James, you were a little annoyed with me during the break, so we'll dive into that quickly. I wanted to talk about it off air. I think you wanted to talk about it on air. Uh, this vegan diet is really catching up. Well, to no, you. no, no. Jenny from The Wolf, who's Vic's big rival. Right, Vic's rival. She came in during a break and offered us breakfast burritos, Ooh. which was very tempting, and I, I passed, despite really not wanting to pass. And you had one, which was, you know, semi-rude, you know, to just eat it right in front of me. That That is like a peak vegan comment. Like, that's like the kid who's at elementary school who's like, I have a peanut butter allergy. You can't eat peanut butter near me. It's like, pick a different table, kid. I, I said it was semi-rude. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I don't it. think it was rude at all. I rolled with it. It was just fine. And then during the last break, you get up to throw away your trash after eating said burrito right in front of me for 15 minutes and go on this soliloquy about how it's the greatest thing you've ever eaten. It was delicious. That was rude. Semi rude was fine. I can I can roll with that. You didn't have to rub it in. That was my point. Uh, I think I did because I think secretly you want to be off this vegan train. I don't. I so don't. Vibe I get. But that was maybe the most tempting moment I've had while being on this, and and you just made it worse. That was what did thing. what did the look that Jenny from the Wolf give you when you told her you were a vegan? Respect, admiration. No, <laughs> we can get Jenny in here if we need to. <laughs> I think she called you crazy. She looked at me like I was nuts. That yes. explains a lot. Yes, yeah. All right. Well, Marty, there goes your vegan count. Um, if you missed it, obviously, the Nuggets make a move yesterday. We've been talking about it all morning here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Manchester, I want to dive a little more into Devin Harris's role. You know, we can talk all we want about Emmanuel Moutier, but the, the reality is Emmanuel Moutier doesn't play for the Nuggets anymore. Wish him the best in New York. Devin Harris does It'll be interesting to me how Devin Harris is used this year compared to how Jameer Nelson was used last year. Yeah, and, and, and so I'm in I'm in favor of this trade at the moment, right? I, I get it. I think it's probably best for all parties. Uh, I'm disappointed Emmanuel Moutier didn't work out here, but I, I, I think, you know, it's been two and a half years. We haven't really seen flashes. It's time for him to kind of get a new start somewhere else, and, and maybe he can become the player everybody thought he could be when the Nuggets drafted him at number seven overall, and we were all really excited about that pick. So I'm kind of bummed on that. But I like this move if Devin Harris turns into the following. A guy who can come off the bench, provide some quality minutes at point, uh, quality minutes not only offensively and running the show and keeping things on track, but also give him a much better defender. Because Emmanuel Moody, that's where he really struggled, was on the defensive end. So if, if he can provide that, it's fine. What I don't want to see it turn into, though, and I don't think it will, but the the worry I have, and it was the problem I had all last year, and you and Vic argued with me every day, and now you admit I was right, is I mm-hmm. didn't like when Jameer Nelson was taking key minutes away from Jamal Murray and even Emmanuel Moutier, because I think those are learning moments. I didn't think playing a veteran point guard because you were trying to chase the eight seed was worth the long-term impact of not getting that experience for your future. I kept saying it over and over and over again. I'm worried about 2020, not 2016. I, I want to make sure that's not happening again this year. So if you get down to crunch time and it's a, wow, this is a big game, I want to see Jamal Murray in, at playing point in those situations because he has to get those experiences. And sometimes you learn from failure and you're just going to have to live with it. I don't want Devin Harris to turn into that veteran crutch that Michael Malone relies on in key moments. That's my only concern with this with this trade. Yeah, I'm looking at the Nuggets roster now. We've said Paul Millsap will hopefully be back at some point after the All-Star break. That's what Coach Malone has said on these airwaves. We don't know a timeline yet, but hopefully some point in the next few weeks. I mean, 
you look at this roster right now, Manchester, there's 11 or 12 guys who are going to campaign uh, privately, probably. I wouldn't assume not so publicly that they want to be in the rotation. You and I both know 11 or 12 guys. You can't make room for 11 or 12 guys in an NBA rotation. So I'm interested to see how guys who may have been candidates to be traded yesterday who didn't get traded accept their roles down the stretch because uh, the rotation could be 10, but there's frankly a chance it's 9. There's frankly a chance it's 8. It's not going to be 11 or 12. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they use um, Wilson Chandler and particularly Kenneth Reed down the stretch. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. Cause, and those are the two guys whose names kept coming up over and over and over again. They were in Gina Mizell's article today about players they were, they were, you know, seeking offers on. We know they, they, they're still here, so they're on the roster. Um, it will be interesting to see how they're used. I agree with Vic that I think Kenneth Reed can play a role here. The, the way I described him was that, and you, I think you pointed out it was the lockout season, so let's go with that. The year when JaVale McGee would come in and he would have some monster game in LA, and then you wouldn't see, I think that was in the playoff series. And then you wouldn't hear anything from him. He wouldn't do anything for three games. And then he'd come back and have another nice night. I think that's kind of Kenneth Fareed's role is he may not play for a week. But then if somebody's got the flu, somebody's hurt, somebody gets into early foul trouble, I don't know, you just one of those nights you don't have any energy and Coach Malone calls on him to come out and just try and give a spark. And all of a sudden you look up and it's like, Kenneth Fareed had 14 last night? Where did that come from? Mm. That I think is kind of his role, the random Good game that provides a spark. What are our, some of our best memories of Freed as well, right? The Manimal, the spark right, when he right. was young, right out of Moorhead State when those teams were making the playoffs every year. So maybe Freed's career in Denver can honestly come full circle, right? Yeah, and when we when we talked to him at Media Day, you he, and I did talk to him. He seemed pretty open to whatever role came his way, but he also is a guy who's been quoted at, hey, I want to be a starter. I, I want to be that kind of guy in this league. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see if he accepts the role that we think it's going to turn into. I mean, time will tell, but that that's the that's the role that seems to make the most sense. You've got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Vic down in Houston with the fellas getting ready for a shoot-around. I want to bounce over to the Avs here in Manchester. They have two huge games this weekend against two bad hockey teams, Carolina-Buffalo. The obvious question to me off the bat is what do you do in goal tomorrow night? In Carolina, I'm tempted to go back to Jonathan Bernier after a tough night last night gets pulled after three goals. Only the second one I thought um, maybe he should have had. Jared Bednar said as much afterwards. But if it's me, I'm going back to Bernier tomorrow night against the Hurricanes. Agreed. It wasn't as though Varley came in and stood on his head. So I would go with Bernier, yeah. And I think you get him out last night of, hey, it's just not his night, and let's let's take a little wear and tear off of him so he's ready to go in Carolina and perhaps even in Buffalo. I mean, they got a back-to-back, right? They play uh, tomorrow in, Bu- in Carolina and Sunday in, Bu- in Buffalo. But I think you start Varley in Buffalo. I mean, I think that's Maybe. the point of having two goalies you you trust, right? Okay. You've got a back-to-back. I go back to Bernier tomorrow night uh, in Carolina. And regardless of the outcome, I go to Varley against a Buffalo team with 40 lousy points on Sunday. I'm circling that Buffalo game because they lost to Buffalo here. That's a mm. bad That's a bad loss. It we, is. we talk a lot about the Nuggets' bad losses, right? The, the Suns here... Um, some of those kind of things. The Avs have a couple of them. Now, the Arizona one, they get a pass on because they won their next 10 games. So it's like, huh, okay, that maybe was the, the lightning rod for what turned out to be the best stretch of the season. But that Buffalo loss was bad. That's one you got, you got to make up those two points, right? Cause it, when we, but when they played them here, if it would have been, hey, they beat Buffalo at home. And then at the end of a road trip on the second game of a back to back, they stub their toe and lose at Buffalo. All's forgiven. You're not going to get all worried about it. You got to make up the home loss to Buffalo. You have to. 
you have to win the game on Sunday in my mind. Nathan McKinnon, two to four weeks was the timeline we've been given. Uh, that February 14th game against Montreal might be wishful thinking, but I've just got that in the back of my head. We're what, eight days into the two to four weeks? It was in Vancouver on January 30th, so we're, we're ten days into the injury, but since the diagnosis, I believe, correct, we're eight days. Okay. All right, man, time can't go fast enough. No, it really can't. Uh, NFL draft is a ways away. We won't force feed you that stuff, but Manchester has been on this Paxton Lynch kick all week. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no. A little. Yeah. Well, okay, explain it, well, to me what my Paxton Lynch kick is. Uh, you, you came can... on the radio on Monday and argued that Paxton Lynch, and I don't want to put words in your mouth because I know that makes you really upset, but I'm paraphrasing here. You basically told us that Paxton Lynch could have done what Nick Foles did in Super Bowl 52. I said Paxton Lynch has as much talent as Nick Foles. He does. Raw talent. My point all week has been, a year ago, nobody thought Jared Goff, Case Keenum, or Nick Foles could play a lick. Find me the article from the LA Times columnist who was up in arms when Jeff Fisher cut Nick Foles. It doesn't exist. Nobody was up in arms about it. Everybody thought Nick Foles was was a one-hit wonder and a bust. He goes to Philadelphia, and he's got a head coach and an offensive coordinator and Doug Peterson and Frank Reich who look at it and say, what does this guy do well, and let's develop a system and a, a game plan that maximizes his abilities. My point has been the three offensive coordinators who have been fired a collective five times in the last 14 months that have – been grooming Paxton Lynch, have never done that once. Not once. We screamed about it during training camp, during preseason. He got his start in preseason in San Francisco. Did they run any repass option? Did they run anything that looked like it was tailor-made to make Paxton Lynch succeed? No. They put a square peg out there, tried to cram him in a round hole, and then said, well, he doesn't fit, so we're not going to go with him. My point has been it's way too early to say Paxton Lynch is a bust because he hasn't been given an, a, a proper opportunity to succeed. And I'm the only guy in town. Yeah, well, I'll call him a bust, and I'd trade him for a new Xbox. So I'm, I'm the only guy go. in town. You just beat me to it. I'm the only guy in town who wants to be fair about it and objective about it instead of making pot shots about him being stupid and playing Xbox. Because that's what everybody in town does. And then when the guy posts on, on Instagram, hey, I'm at the facility working out, they rip him for that, too. You he can't posted win. it on Instagram for the likes. He didn't post it on Instagram because he was actually working out. So he can't win. What would you like him to do? What would you like him to do? He it made him feel good that he got a few thousand likes and everyone told him how hard he's working. Really? You, you know, know that. Paxton, you should have worked hard two years ago. You should have worked hard last year. You know for a fact that's why he put it on there. Uh, I'm about the kid's age and I know why people post on Instagram. Okay. I have a pretty strong okay. suspicion. Okay, so it was all about the likes. Okay, and you know he didn't work hard when he went down to Florida and was training. You know he didn't work Did hard. Did he look like a guy who worked hard? He lost to Trevor freaking Simeon. And he, those decisions were made by three three guys who've been fired five times in the last they were 14 made by months. John Elway. He hasn't gotten uh, fired. Right. Yeah, you know what? Because John Elway's had a hell of a 14 months. You know who's had a worse 14 months than Paxton Lynch? John freaking Elway. Hey, is he on the... What, what green is he on right now? What green is he on? Where's he at? Is he doing his job? John Elway's had a worse 14 months than Paxton Lynch. I hope John's putting with his three rings on because Paxton's got zero and will end his career on the job. With zero. And I'm the only guy in town who thinks it's unfair to just take pot shots at a kid who's had poor coaching. But let's make more jokes about the fact that he's dumb with no evidence and all he does is play Xbox with with no evidence. What a joke. But hey, if, as long as he's if he's a seventh round pick who can't play but he's smart, we're going to be the, his mom at the Little League game and give him a hit every time he grounds one to short. 
That's James Merlock going full Good Manchester grief. at 943 on a Friday here on Altitude 950. You've got the Vic Lombardi Show coming up next. Maybe our favorite segment of the week, jam-packed. We'll hit our terrible texts, our fact-checker with Marty O, of course, our fired-up finale. Don't forget, Hastings and Brownman got Nuggets President of Basketball Operations, Tim Connolly, coming up at noon on Altitude 950. Carmen San Diego. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris at Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. Is a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. And the push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com where we have simply a better donut. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. 
you do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now, and for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Over 135 million dollars. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Even when you're drafting top ten, it's still mm-hmm. a crapshoot, isn't it? It's still, I mean, there is no science to this. Because you just don't know how much more these kids can develop. You just don't know when they reach that cap. Well, correct. And you're constantly adding thesis you know, to to your team, and you never know who's going to pan out. Um, I think, uh, you know, historically, after first five uh, picks, you know, the the chance of them being uh, very, very good players probably drops. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show here on Altitude 950, about 10 more minutes uh, with James Manchester, Maryland. I am Will H.W. Peterson. Vic is in Houston with the Nuggets down at shoot-around as we speak. Hastings and Brownman coming up. At noon, and or excuse me, coming up at 10, and don't forget at noon, they will talk to Tim Connolly, dive a little more into some of those trades the Nuggets front office made yesterday, moving on from Emmanuel Moutier, bringing in Devin Harris. All right, it's that time on a Friday, 9.50. Terrible texts. Do you mean enough to make a cut? Terrible texts. All right, Manchester, we'll start with Robbie. He texted in Thursday morning at 7.41 a.m., uh, does Manchester realize accuracy is important for a QB as well? Paxton Lynch couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Another totally false comment. Totally false. I mean, it's just, uh, just you're just making stuff up. Well, this is what Robbie said. No, I'm talking to Robbie. Okay. Directly to Robbie. We're doing a one-on-one radio show here. I'm talking straight to Robbie. Robbie, you're making stuff up because I don't know what you're basing that on. Uh, 8928, this is Hockey Guy, chimed in yesterday at 757. Uh, so, Vic, you guys will be spending the whole show talking about Avs trade possibilities when the NHL trade deadline approaches, too, right? Hockey guy is so insufferable. He just is insufferable. It's like yesterday was the NBA trade deadline, so we talked about the NBA trade deadline. This morning, we've talked a lot about the Avs 6-1 loss in St. Louis. I don't know what they want. Well, and if the, if there's a, a prominent national hockey writer who comes out the morning of the NHL trade deadline, and says the abs are going to be the linchpin to this whole day, I'm guessing we'll talk about it. Yeah. And that's what Woj did yesterday during our show when you dropped breaking news to say that the Nuggets could be the linchpin. Uh, we'll talk about it. So hold tight. 
hockey guy. It's all going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Uh, 2904 chimed in yesterday at 8.03 a.m. Hey, Manchester, how does a vegan work at Benihana? <laughs> it was great. There's a lot of vegetables, the mushrooms. I mean, look, they cook everything in butter. I'm not that much of a vegan. I'm going to have that. Well, you had a little meltdown over my burrito about 20 minutes ago. I'm surprised you didn't have a little meltdown at Benihana. No, it was fine. The burrito was just, it was, you were inconsiderate. That's all. Uh, this morning at 7.26 a.m., another butt-kissing hot take from HW. Uh, I said they lost 6-1 and they needed to get four points this weekend. Not sure how that was butt-kissing. Uh, 7.29 a.m., does Will give hot takes? All I hear is game recaps and standing updates for the abs. Am I missing something? And then this one, this one cut to the core. 2038 at 7.43 a.m. this morning. What is HW's role on your show? He's like the little brother that just tags along. Ouch. I mean, that's not the... Worst description of your role. Just a little brother that tags along? <laughs> Do you think that's how your two oldest feel about the young one? Yes. Do you want them feeling that way about the young one? Uh, I don't, I don't really care. That's fine. So. It's pretty, I mean, some, sometimes it's accurate. There's a reason Vic and Ryan are rivals, cause <laughs> I can relate to the kid. Exactly. Uh, we'll close with this in terrible text. 2157 today at 938. This is from Dana. Chester is proof that going vegan is one of the first steps towards snowflakes and safe spaces. Why? What did I what did I say with that? Because I'm I'm actually objective about Paxton Lynch instead of taking pot shots at the kid. Maybe you and Paxton can play Xbox together in your safe space. Uh, okay, it, do you do you or do you not think it would have been smart for the Broncos in Paxton Lynch's start in San Francisco during the preseason to come out and see what he could do running run running plays that are suited for him. I think it would have been smart for him not to cry on the sideline in Oakland when he wasn't hurt. Do you? You're not answering my question. You're just taking another pot shot at him. Answer, answer, honestly answer the question. Do you think it would have been smart for them to run stuff that is better suited for his talent? Dude, if a game in San Francisco that I can't even remember decided this kid's future, then he's just a boss. Okay, so you don't want to answer, you don't want to answer the question. You don't want to answer the question. You don't. I don't even know what the question is. I'll, I'll say it for a fourth time. Okay. Do you or do because you're you're too busy thinking of what's the next pot shot. Do you or do you not think it would have been smart for the Broncos in Paxton Lynch's start lone start during the preseason to run plays that are suited for his talent? Sure. Does that make you feel better? Okay. I'm glad you you must have run out of pot shot. We'll see if Marty can throw some jabs at you. monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Actually, today's pretty Vic-oriented, which is perfect since oh. he's not here to defend himself. Excellent. So. I yeah. like making fun of the guy who had to, quote-unquote, leave early for yeah. shooter out. He's down having mimosas. Yeah. Well, the the, uh, the Cavs got a new player, brand new player yesterday. Did you guys hear about this one? Let's, let's have Vic break the news for us. I've never seen anything that large go down in such little time. Jordan Clarkson joins the team. <laughs> no idea who he is, but he better be good if the Cavs traded uh, IT for him. Yeah. yeah. The, Jordan uh, Clarkson. Will and I looked at each other and laughed, I'll admit. All right, and you guys were asking earlier the last time the Nuggets won in Houston. It was the season opener of the 2015-16 season. It was Moutier's debut. Everyone was a little on edge that day because uh, Harden's girlfriend at the time, Khloe Kardashian, was sitting courtside. But they pulled out the win. Interesting. Mm. It's kind of sad, in all seriousness, Manchester. Vic brought up Moutier's best game as a Nugget. One of his best games was his first game in two and a half years. That's uh, that's telling. I, why do I not remember that James Harden dated Khloe Kardashian? I don't think it lasted too long. Wasn't that Lamar Odom? That was before. Like, I really don't remember mm. that at all. Are well, you supposed to remember that? 
Isn't she dating Tristan Thompson now? I, I don't know, man. Can't keep up. I don't know. Okay, I can't well, keep up. You make it. me feel better because I don't remember uh, the James Harden. Apparently, Harden's you watched the TV show. This is what you've admitted at <laughs> no, 9.55. I don't know. I didn't know she dated James Harden. James keeps up with the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. Touche. All right. Worst things in the world. All right. We had a couple of Sloan's Lake drops in there, and Vic called it. There was one in your hot take. Let's listen to this. John Elway is just going to wake up and go, yep, I want Kirk Cousins, and he's going to make it happen. As though, Here comes the Sloan's Lake reference. As I though smell it. he's the only suitor, and he can just get up, walk across Sloan's Lake, and make it happen. There it is. <laughs> he got you. We also, it was a loaded show. We also had a Teflon drop, several square peg round holes. <laughs> Billy Moose was at six today. The uh, Wickersham article was mentioned three times. <laughs> and I tried counting how many times you guys said Paxton Lynch, but I lost count after 18. So well above 18. Though. I, I definitely think we are the show that talks the most about Paxton Lynch on February 9th. Yeah, we, I'd rather keep talking about the Wickersham article. We will win that, we will win that battle. And there were several vegan drops, a lot of burrito drama on the other side of the glass uh, there. But uh, it's all not, created by the vegan, mind no, you. It's not about the burrito; it's about just the inconsiderate nature in which you had to rub it in. Like it, I was fine with you eating it; it was, it was semi-rude. It was the oh, that was the best burrito I've it ever. It was had. really good. I might I go ask think. Jenny from the Wolf for another one. Marty, Jesse, did you guys get a burrito yet? No, did not get a burrito. Apparently, there's a few lying around in the kitchen. We got we got about three minutes till we give way, so make sure you get a delicious burrito on your way out. All right, and you guys heard the the Jason Kelsey speech yesterday at the parade. I took that. I took a uh, another listen to it. Um, let's listen to it again. Some clown named Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. Did you guys hear that the first time? I didn't wow. hear that. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. That was really good. Vic didn't even realize he got a shout-out at the Super Bowl parade. Doesn't he sound like a 1980s WWF wrestler? That's a good way to put it, actually. Just screaming into the microphone. It was just like five and a half minutes of screaming. There's no way he has a voice today. No, no way. Well, he's, I guarantee he's got a pretty good hangover, too. And that's it for me, boys. Marty, what are you doing this weekend? I am buying some furniture and uh, other things. We just bought a house, so we got we got to furnish the inside. Wow, well, big step, big step. Home Depot, maybe some Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. I'm not sure if you'll have time. Gonna be a nice little Saturday, actually. <laughs> well, we'll see you in three weeks after you get this house furnished. Yeah, we're actually doing a closing moon, so I'll be uh, gone <laughs> for a good week and a half. So touche, well done. Thank you, Marty. Uh, we'll close with this from Cuban Benny. He says, "What about uplifting texts?" Yeah, that would be nice. You know what, Benny? You could be onto something here. Unfortunately, we thrive on negativity. Yeah, could could we finish the week with, like, here's all the people who were nice to Manchester? Let's see if we can put them in a better mood, Jesse. Fired up finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. The number of guys you'll have to get rid of in order to free up the cap space to make this happen puts a bad team, especially offensively, around Kirk Cousins. And he's not a good enough player. We've seen it in Washington year after year after year to lift the entire team, right? I mean, it, oh, you're going to get rid of Emmanuel. You're going to trade DT. You're going to shed these contracts. And who are you going to surround Kirk Cousins with? Because every time I say, well, what has what he led the Redskins to? What's the answer? Well, he doesn't have anything around him. Well, if he gets 30 million bucks here, he's not going to have anything around him. So you're going to be in the exact same situation. Here's the problem when it comes to bringing Kirk Cousins here, and it's a problem even Teflon John can't solve. The math doesn't work. Man, I, it's just, it's so concise, so clear, yet sometimes you guys just can't get it.
I don't understand it, H. Chevy. No, I can't get it. Vic can't get it. The tweeters can't get it. The texters can't get it. But you know what, Manchester? I'm glad you get it. I'll keep banging the drum. Because if you walk out of here at 10 o'clock on a Friday feeling good, that's all we really care about. Yeah. Look, Walk around town today and ask people, hey, is Trevor Simeon a good quarterback? What do you think the percentage of people would say yes? Very slim. Okay. And who was the one guy who was saying that 14, 15 months ago? Okay. On that. It's time for Hastings and Brownman. I won't make any more Xbox jokes, but all right, we'll move on with that. Don't forget Tim Connolly coming up at noon with Hastings and Brownman. Nuggets president of basketball operations explains their thinking yesterday, moving on from Emmanuel Moutier, bringing in Devin Harris. Nuggets have a big game tonight in Houston. For Vic Lombardi, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, James Merillat, I'm Will Peterson. We'll talk to you Monday here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. I, I, I think the biggest trade you guys will make may come here in a couple weeks or whenever Paul Millsap returns. I saw Paul at practice yesterday, Arturis. He looks close, and it's exciting because we forget how little of Paul Millsap we've seen. I mean, is that one of the reasons you guys maybe didn't go crazy uh, yesterday because you know Paul's returning? That's correct. Not only that Paul is returning, also Mason is going to return to, to our lineup. So I hope, you know, uh, at some point we're going to have uh, all team healthy and see what we look like. Um, I mean, that that Lakers game uh, when Paul got injured uh, took so much away from us. Uh, you know, it was almost a shock to our system. But, you know, all credit goes to players and coaches um, where we at right now. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Houston to take on the Rockets. Tip-offs at 6 o'clock with a pregame show, getting it away at 5.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Friday edition of the Hastings and Browman Show. Getting you set for the weekend on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. It's Friday.